0: All right, uh, ding dong, the witch is dead. Witch Which old witch, witch the, the wicked, wicked witch. witch, ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hi, welcome. The name of the show is Politics, although I call it Politrix, and the title of this episode is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh, my name is Presh, and I'm Ty, and we've finally gotten rid of our worst player. <laughs> Henderson has been sold To some team In Saudi Arabia Right Uh, In the past I've compared him To a -A Make-A-Wish child Playing in the Champions League final Right But in hindsight I recognize I I was being harsh And rude Okay To the abilities Of the Make-A-Wish child So like A week before This happened There were genuinely People in the Liverpool subreddit Who were like Predicting that Last season Was just a blip And uh, he'd be back To top form This season (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand how it's possible to to be that fucking stupid, right? <laughs> okay. You'd have to be the product of several generations of inbreeding. Care, <laughs> <that> opinion, <like. laughs> Once again, let's be clear: this guy has been absolute rubbish since day one. Okay. Right. Saying "quote back to top form" and "quote" implies that this guy had any form to begin with. <laughs> right? Some people will, may may well may say, "Well, Prish, there's no need to be rude." At the end of the day, he was still club captain and served the club loyally for twelve years. That is true. Uh, okay. So, firstly, I'm in the I'm in a the once and future king style situation with Steven Gerrard. Right, okay. he is my captain.
1: Yes,
0: I recognise that Henderson wore an armband with the letter C on it. Yes, but I've never thought of the word captain. Okay. I just always assumed that he stood for cunts. And on bed. Secondly, he, he kicked up a fuss in 2021 that okay. he wanted to leave, right? Right. Because they did not want to extend his contract. Okay. So in 2021, the contract was going to expire this year. Right. But they gave him an extension. Okay. Sorry, not this year. Last year.
1: Okay. Yeah, right. it was meant to expire last year.
0: Yes. And then they gave him an extension. Right. Right. So, (laughs) he caused a big fuss. That nearly derailed our preseason a couple of years ago. Oh, So, that's not serving loyally, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, like I've been saying, he's been one of the worst players (laughs) that's ever played for the club, right? Yeah. It's just... uh, Like, this is the thing. I don't know if racism plays a part in it. Okay. Like, uh, the person that I... I usually see this in contrast to his nubby Cater. Yeah. And sorry, listeners, so I, I know this is a movie podcast, but uh, fuck you. <laughs> Henderson has left. <laughs> I'm having the time of my life over here. <laughs> it's a football podcast yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Cater we play like around 50 games in a season. Yes. Cater was injured for 40 of them. Yes. On average. Yes. Right? Yeah. But in those 10 games, he would put up at least an 8 out of 10 in every game. Yes. This Henderson donkey played all 50 games, dropped a zero in every single one of them. A zero. Although. Impressive. No, there's no although. <laughs> it's, it's impressive
1: consistency.
0: <sighs> no, it's just different types of bad. Like, <laughs> he's not even consistently bad. Is he? Like, there'll be times when like he'll be in a good attacking position
1: yeah,
0: with three players to aim for. Yeah, and the ball will go in the opposite direction, and end up in Rosie. That's that's one thing. Zenga fall defensively. He keeps being like praised for his defensive contributions. Yes, but it's like (laughs) I I can I can show you like so many games where he'll make ten mistakes and then do two things well. And people will be like, oh, look at that. He's the best. He's done so much for us. It's like, bro, did you watch the other fucking 89 minutes? This guy is rubbish. You can't believe how glad I am to be rid of this fuck. Right? Anyway, in conclusion, RIP, bozo. You will not be missed. Goodbye, bitch. (laughs) So, into the cleanup. Okay So I'd like to apologize For the quality of episodes For the past few weeks Okay So like for me Well I I don't speak for you I'm speaking for me Yeah So like in my notes and stuff Like I haven't been done With like writing out notes For the movie Certain news stories Like I wasn't fully Informed about them Like I would just take a clip from Not a clip uh, What's the word Like copy and paste A piece of an article Yeah uh, And I would be like Hey what's the context of this (laughs) 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 Like on episode Instead of like you know researching beforehand yeah <laughs> that's generally what people do you know <laughs> generally yeah, yeah. Uh, so unfortunately it will be continuing this week oh okay. nice. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm apologizing to make sure you understand just know i also understand but that doesn't mean it's going to stop right <laughs> okay just potentially and i'm hoping from next week Yes We can uh, Or I can come in With some capital P professionalism. Okay But definitely not this week <laughs> <laughs> If you were like Alright They've had a Or oh, Precious had a Rough couple of weeks And uh t- th- It's gonna be back to form This week <laughs> You're sorely <laughs> mistaken <laughs> Just like the people In the local subreddit About Henderson The last
1: few weeks Were a blip. He's back
0: <laughs> To tell you that There was a blip, <laughs> And it's continuing <laughs> Um the second thing, both of these aren't really clean up, but I just thought I'd mention them, right? Okay. I'm thinking about getting rid of commentaries. Okay. And we do something different. Okay. Like, we may not necessarily get rid of it entirely. Like, so we have four podcasts in a month. Yes. A month is four weeks. Yes.
1: So,
0: <laughs> right. We do an episode every week, but we also do four commentaries. Yes. So we could do one commentary mm-hmm. and then those other three weeks, different types of
1: other extra content yes
0: yes because the the main problem is like if there's a sound issue yeah like uh if we fuck up there's like a 10 minute loud sound on the main feed and i'm not sure just talking about our voices yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a a sound that fucks up the episode yeah once again i'm not talking about our voices <laughs> <laughs> i can easily cut out that 10 minutes out yes but with the commentary you, you know you really can't do anything that. yeah right it's uh you're just gonna to have to sit there with <laughs> like a squealing mic or whatever the you know yeah whatever the audio issue is so to ki- like kind of cut down on that mm-hmm. i'm thinking one commentary and then uh <laughs> we can actually talk about this off mic but <laughs> yes <laughs> I- no but i also just want to let the listeners know like uh yeah. you know <laughs> well <laughs> and like they, they can write in and say no i like the commentaries or yeah. whatever right
1: fair enough yeah
0: so uh write in listeners yeah. but uh, logistically i don't think it makes sense to do four commentaries okay you know
1: yeah per month i mean we'll get back to that at some point i guess in the near future with an update to the listeners about exactly what the plan is
0: sure but but i'm just floating that out uh, idea out there you know putting yeah. it out into the ether. <laughs> if anybody comes across it I'm like oh that's interesting <laughs> you know so yeah listeners right in if that's something that you well, if you agree with, or if you don't agree, why don't you agree with it? Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever your thoughts. Yeah. Do you have any cleanup?
1: Um, no, not really.
0: So once again, the place is a fucking pigsty. <laughs> <laughs> you won't clean up a damn thing. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the news. Um, So last week, we spoke about the Righteous Guild of America, the WGA, going yes. on strike. Uh huh. So this quote comes from Deadline. Okay. Quote, Receiving positive feedback from Wall Street since the WGA went on strike on the 2nd of May, Warner Brothers Discovery, Apple, Netflix, Amazon, Disney, Paramount, and others have become determined to, quote, break the WGA, hmm. end quote, as one studio exec blatantly put it. Okay. To do so, the studios and the AMT, AMPTP, which stands for the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, so... Uh, I might just refer to them as the producers. Yeah, okay. Either AMTP or the producers. Okay. All right. Believe that by October, most writers will be running out of money after five months on the picket lines and no work.
1: I actually saw something about this uh, from a writer, and they were saying at some point in their career, all writers have not had enough money Mm -hmm. to have a, a house or apartment or whatever. Yeah. So this won't really affect them as much yeah. because they would have been used to doing these things anyway.
0: I also read that tweet. And <laughs> while I agree with the sentiment that, like, you know, we've been in the trenches, we can survive in the trenches. Yeah, It still sucks to not be getting paid and getting new work, you know.
1: That is true. So, <laughs> yeah, so
0: <laughs> while I agree with the sentiment, I, I don't think that's uh, the correct mentality. true. But, but, but yeah. you know... Uh, how, who am I to tell him? I <laughs> feel you know he's he's a person actually going through this. So yeah. you know uh, whatever, whatever. Right. Hmm. So quote: the end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. End quote. A studio executive told Deadline, acknowledging the cold as ice approach. Several other sources reiterated the statement. One insider called it a cruel, uh, a quote, cruel but necessary evil. End quote. The studios and streamers next think financially strapped writers would go to the WGA leadership and demand their restart talks before they could be, before what could be a very cold Christmas. In that context, the studios and streamers feel that they would be in a position to dictate most of the terms of any possible deal. End quote. Oh, mm. sorry, that quote was to end the article. all right okay. <laughs> That wasn't yes. a end yeah. of a quotation
1: within right. the article. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. So first of all, I encourage you to read the full article. Okay. They say that other members of the AMPTP have disavowed the statement and said it does not represent all of them, etc. Okay. Like j- Just, I'm saying, you know, if you want the full context for it.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? However, I'm only saying that to be fair. Okay. The fact that not all of them believe this is irrelevant, right?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: If you're in a new negotiation and a small group of people believe this, yes. you know, they may not vote uh, to like... <laughs> say the WGA put forward a reasonable agreement yes and 70% of the the producers agree to it yeah that 30% who think like this are like well we shouldn't agree to this let's prolong it to
1: to drain them
0: yeah you know to get yeah. a, a better deal for us a much worse deal for them yeah right so uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so you're supposed to enter negotiations under something called good faith oh right really If you do something in good faith, you seriously believe that what you're doing is right, honest, or legal. Even though this this may not be the case. Yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, perhaps you're being lied to. Yeah. Or something like that. But as long as you entered in good faith and operated under good faith, uh, you know, you're fine. Yeah. Right? But, uh, yeah. So... Uh, like, like I was saying, even one member of the AMTP not entering the negotiation in good faith yeah. is a bad sign. Yes. Right? It taints yeah. the whole negotiation. Yeah. But as the article is saying, it's multiple people, not just <laughs> this hypothetical one that I'm putting out there, right? Yeah. So reading this made me so angry. <laughs> I really don't know how it's possible to be, to be this cruel. Yeah. And like... <laughs> it's still cruel but I understand how you could want somebody to lose their house
1: yeah
0: right there are lots of people that are so evil yeah you just want bad things to happen to them yeah but in this scenario
1: this is not one of those the
0: AMTP work with the writers you know to create yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> the The producers only make money because of the movies these writers wrote or yeah. uh, TV shows as well sorry not just uh, the, movies yeah just the inter- entertainment industry yes these people are the reason that you have money in the first place (laughs) so how can you (laughs) right it's you're supposed to be working with them yes not you're not supposed to have this open contempt for them yeah right Uh, some people have put forward the theory that the producers don't actually mean this they just said it as a tactic to scare people on strike into lowering their demands or you know not making it higher yeah (laughs) right (laughs) and everything i've said still applies it's still even if you're using this underhanded technique that's not entering in into a negotiation in good faith yeah if you're putting out propaganda in the media to scare people into accepting a worse deal that's not good faith
1: yeah
0: right (laughs) so even if they i guess the quote-unquote better scenario of this where it was just a a tactic to scare people instead of something they're actually considering in both cases it's still bad (laughs) (laughs) I I, I really don't understand like how you can think like this yeah First of all If you do think about it Don't say it out loud Don't go to deadline And give them a quote Oh my god Let's say you are that evil person Keep it yourself Like You know Do it when the time comes To do your evil thing Don't don't announce I'm going to do it You know in James Bond movies The villain tells him The whole plan It's like That's exactly what's happening (laughs) Anyway, which leads us into our second story. Yes. Right? So last week, SAG AFTRA, the Screen Actors Guild and American Federation of Television and Radio Artists. What an acronym. Two guilds that merged in 2012 will be joining the WGA in their strike, creating a double strike. Yeah. Right? (laughs) It is the first time the writers and actors have gone on strike together since 1960. That's a long time ago. So I looked into it a little bit, right? Yeah. And this is what happened then. So, SAG strike ended on April 18, 1960, when the Guild agreed to forego residual payments on films made prior to... Excuse me. Made prior to 1960 in exchange for receiving residuals on all films made from 1960, on, as well as a one-time payment of $2.25 from producers to form a SAG pension and health plan. Okay. Right? Right. So, the actors... Yeah. They didn't used to get uh, residuals or yes. back-end payments. Yeah. Right? Uh, on any movies until 1960. Damn. So movies started as a business in like the 20s, right? Okay. Because like people made movies before that, but it wouldn't become like a... Like a big know, deal. Corporate. Yeah. That, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like Like yeah. an industry. Yeah. Like a few... Small businesses is not an industry. <laughs> yeah. You know what like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Right. So at least 40 years worth of residual payments, they just forewent it so that they could... You
1: Provide know. something for the future. Yes. people.
0: That yeah. and they got that money put in their pension. Yeah. 2.2 seems like quite low, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, it's 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 something, right? I and mean, that's a significant thing. Yeah. Because like, like this article they're saying, they didn't have residuals pre-1960. Yeah. Post-60, they do. Yeah. So <laughs> that's extremely significant.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Um, the right to strike, on the other hand, continued until June 12, 1960, when the WGA agreed to a groundbreaking new deal. Games for the Guild included the first residual residuals for theatrical motion pictures, payments of 1.2% of the license fee when features were licensed to television. Right? how does that so if you so i have a i'm the movie studio right right and a tv company wants to license my movie to show on their tv channel yeah they pay me 1 million dollars okay 1.2 of that million dollars go to the writers
1: the writers themselves and then it like does it get split amongst them
0: what do you mean yes split amongst the writers okay yeah that 1.2 is for the writers okay
1: got you right okay uh
0: and again i i just hope that as I'm explaining this, people at home aren't getting confused, right? Yeah. The actors, yes, got residuals post 1960 plus the pension. Right. The writers have got 1.2 on the license fee for television. Okay. Yeah. Right. Con- continuing on with the writers, an independent pension fund, an industry health insurance plan, and four percent of residuals for both domestic and foreign television reruns. Okay right okay <laughs> well yeah. that was yeah, that one point was just the first <laughs> It was just the first point right like you should have waited until i, <laughs> 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 I listened to, I listed them all right right okay so yes the fact that it was a double strike yes. put tremendous pressure on the, the producers this- oh yeah
1: okay right to, yeah.
0: to 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 strike a deal yeah and to do it on very favorable terms because if you both don't have writers and actors, then. <laughs> you can't make a movie, right? Yes. Or you still can make a movie without writers. Yeah. It's just not going to be as good.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, uh, yeah. But whatever. Also, a quick side note, the president of the SAG, so the, the actors, yeah. who spearheaded the negotiations, was a young actor named Ronald Wilson Reagan.
1: He was an actor?
0: Yeah. Huh. Did you not know this? No. Well, this is why I always... Well, I don't say always because we've we only mentioned it once, but I said Ronald Reagan was a puppet. Oh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He was literally an actor, <laughs> an actor going senile. Okay. Uh, a cabal of right-wing people like, you know, Paul Wolfowitz, uh George H.W. Bush, uh, oh. Elliot Abrams, like, you know, a bunch of right-wing ghouls yeah. put him, like, as a front man for their cabal of evil stuff ah. right which is why i always say ronald reagan although he represented the most evil <laughs> in the world he's not really to blame he was just an old guy going cena yeah, that right. yeah. They, they were taking advantage of him yes like he's still to blame he's still definitely in hell <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's it's uh he was just the front man for the evil
1: okay yeah right
0: um Right, which is hilarious because he was a famously anti union president, right? Oh. <laughs> he got the benefits of being in the union and then used his power as American president to make sure that other people would not get those benefits, <laughs> right? <laughs> he crushed unions or, you know, union power when he was president. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh extreme hypocrite. Indeed. But uh what can we do? Just an unreal piece of shit. Yeah. Anyway, the strike of nineteen sixty was a significant win. So what does SAG want this time? Uh, I've noticed that you don't need oh, to. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so number one, money.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, makes sense. SAG wants the AMTP, AMPTP to provide better compensation and benefits for its members. Okay. Very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And the, the, main, okay, the main thing is residuals. So current okay, yeah. residual payments don't reflect the value of member contributions according to the union. They, quote, undercut by inflation and by streaming ecosystem through which producers pay less residual income than traditional exhibition models.
1: Uh, Can you break that down for me? Because I don't understand what that means. So it's
0: not necessarily the producer's fault. Yes. It's more so the advent of streaming. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, Streaming companies are notoriously bad at telling us about... Their streaming numbers Yeah Unless they want to brag <laughs> Yeah About uh, Um What is it Red Notice Yeah Red Notice has uh, 700 billion million hits Or you know <laughs> Views on Netflix Yes But are the writers Being paid for That many <laughs> Streams No Unlikely oh. Yes I'm telling you no Okay cool. <laughs> So this is the, the, the reason They do that mm-hmm. They obscure their numbers Is so that Uh First of all, they don't pay residuals. Yeah. But okay. it's different to, like, TV. Yeah. So on TV, every time there's a rerun, a small... Because every time those things rerun, there's ads run with them. Yeah. So right. those reruns are making money.
1: They make the ad revenue.
0: Yes. So yeah. a small portion of that ad revenue from TV reruns used to be sent back to writers, uh, actors, etc. Yeah, right. Okay. But on streaming, they don't have ads. Yeah. <laughs> you know... uh, <laughs> You just stream a thing. Yeah, you so, got the
1: subscription money instead.
0: So they don't even have residuals with, in relation to streaming services. They, okay. They pay a once-off yeah, yeah. Uh, fee. Right. And uh, it seems the actors are trying to change that. Right. From their side. They're saying, listen, we need to change how... You know, you are the producers. You own the movie. Yeah. So when you license it out to a Netflix, a you know whatever,
1: whichever streaming whichever streaming service, yeah, we
0: want it to. We want you to change the deal so that we do get residuals like we used to. Right. That's essentially what they're saying here.
1: Okay. Right. Right. Right.
0: But again, it's not. (laughs) I don't want to say this ask is unfair Mm. because it's very clear. You are the producer. You can strike a deal with the streamer. Yeah. But it's they should be taking it to the streamer. Yeah. To get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, But again, like I said, they have no influence over the streamer, so they're doing the right thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, from the outside looking in, it doesn't seem right. Yeah. It seems like you're taking up the problem with the wrong people.
1: Yeah.
0: But again, (laughs) like I keep saying, they're not taking it up with the wrong people because the producers are the people who strike those deals. They can
1: negotiate for residuals.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh... Number three, generative AI. The union is requesting that the AMPTP provide protections for members against misuse of artificial intelligence, as well as definition of acceptable use of technology.
1: That's very reasonable.
0: So we've been speaking about, oh, you know, in the recommendation section. Yeah. We've been speaking about uh, secret invasion. Yes. And there was a big Hubble, hullabaloo, uh, you know, mm. that... Uh, the opening credits for secret invasion ai was used to create and people were very upset about that yes but uh marvel clarified that okay just quickly again what is ai right it's uh it's it's fed in a lot of data yes it you know identifies like patterns in that data yeah and then it's expected to when confronted with new data to identify those patterns, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. That's called... What's it called? Something like machine learning. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> right. Um, so what we assumed was Marvel just took a bunch of images off the internet, fed it into AI, and got the, All the, uh, the opening the, sequence. Yeah. That's not what happened. Okay. They created a bunch of art. Okay. Fed that art into the AI... The AI, like, uh, remixed it yeah. and put out those remixed images. Okay. And that's what they used as the opening sequence. Okay. So they're using AI as a tool. It's, yeah. it's not replacing any jobs. Yeah. It's, it's used in the same way, uh, you know, software on your computer would be used. Yeah, That use of AI, I think, is perfectly acceptable. It's not taking away somebody else's job.
1: Yeah, as long as they've already generated the art like internally and then yes. they're using it. As long yeah. as they're not feeding in other people's
0: stuff. Yes. Yeah. So that's why uh, I wanted to create, not create, like explain the difference between generative AI yeah. and non-generative AI. Yeah. Non-generative right. is they've created the art already, set it into the AI yeah. and the AI remixed it. Yeah. Non-generative is they don't do any work. They just... Scour the internet for pictures. Yeah. Put those pictures into the AI, <laughs> and the AI spit out an opening credit sequence. Yeah. That's totally different. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they've been talking about like scanning somebody. Okay. Using AI, and then using that image in perpetuity.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. I've
0: so say, uh, and it's mainly for day workers. Yeah. So say you are like a background on yeah. set. Yeah. Right. You go there, what, what they're proposing is you go there, they scan you, they pay you for that date, and then they can use your image in perpetuity for the rest of time. Yeah. Well, that's what perpetuity means. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I <laughs> why I clarified, but yes. For
1: our listeners that may not know.
0: Sure. Yeah. Right. We <laughs> say <laughs> uh, like every single listener knows what that words mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes Yes. so uh using ai in that way to reproduce people you know using like they have like a few hours of you moving around yeah they use that to generate you know Uh,
1: like models of you
0: pretty much now again that's not you know by our definition of generative ai yes that is using uh That is,
1: it's technically using the stuff that they've got internally, but the way they go about it—it's
0: replacing somebody's job. Yeah, right. In this case, the actor. Yes. So (laughs) that's why uh, you know it's important to put down in writing in these contracts. Listen, you can't do that. Yeah, it's fucked. (laughs) Don't do that. You're fucking us over. Yeah, and that's totally reasonable. And um, Mm. this apparently is what the producers are most against. Yeah. This cause. Okay. Well, I'm huh. oh, sorry. Four. Oh, four okay. using AI.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah.
0: They're against the union asking to not use the AI. That, that's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. That, yeah. That's the biggest thing to them. Okay. Uh, number four, self tapes. Mm. Right. Without regulation regarding self tape auditions, SAG alleges that performers currently face an unfairly arduous casting process. The shift to burdensome and unreasonably demanding self-tape auditions means that our members are working harder than ever, forced to take on audition costs that have always been the responsibility of casting and production. The union statement reads, So once again, like the WGA, I support strike. I can't in- uh, remember what industry it was, but we had the threat of a strike in South Africa. Okay. And I saw a tweet saying something to the effect of, This is bullshit what makes these people think they're so special and they deserve a raise? We in, and then insert industry, they work in. (laughs) Because again, I can't remember. (laughs) Like, but yeah. Whatever the industry was. Uh, You know, the people criticizing it. Yeah. Saying we in, well, whatever it is, aren't getting a raise. Yeah. And I'm seeing similar tweets in regard to the strike. People are saying, oh, it's bullshit. These holly weird types aren't special. (laughs) You know, it's hard for everyone. Why should they get a raise while I'm getting shoved at my job?
1: Makes sense In a way <laughs> Right And the <laughs> thing
0: is I agree It is bullshit Right These people aren't special You okay. should strike too <laughs> 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 Right You should be looking at these people Fighting for what they deserve And take hope and inspiration from it And then apply to your circumstances as well huh? Right Instead of just being jealous of <laughs> Them getting a raise You should work to get And not just yourself The pe- the workers around you a raise Yeah Right Every worker should be unionized and their union should be fighting for better working conditions for them. Okay. There's only one exception to this one bad union. Can you tell me what this union is? Uh, Don't know. The police union. Right. Okay. The police union fights for the police to get away with murder. Yes. Do you know what qualified immunity is? Yes Qualified immunity means a police officer can kill somebody and not go to jail Yeah They'll say, well, it happened in the line of duty, so it's uh, they <laughs> <laughs> So it's
1: completely fine
0: Yes, and that was negotiated for them by the police union, right? <laughs> Which, by the strict definition of a union, you know, uh, they're working for better working conditions for their workers Yeah. And yes, the police union did their job Yeah but it's bad for you know <laughs> society at large. Yeah. There's only one bad union. Yeah. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Fair <laughs> because, enough. Reasonable. Because like there might be a day when I'm bad mouthing the police union, yeah. and somebody might jump out of the woodwork and say, "Hmm, but I thought you were pro-union. Hmm, mm. very interesting. Yeah. So you're a hypocrite, Prince. <laughs> Who caught you?" Uh. <laughs> so anyway, our next story is also related and closer to home. Okay. Right. The Samunye Workers Forum, the SWF, and the Casual Workers Advice Office, the CWAO, note that the Registrar of Labor Relations has decided to waste tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of rands of public money in appealing the Labor Court decision that ordered him to register the SWF as a trade union by 12 July 2023.
1: Right. So he's appealing. That they told him to register the workers' forum as a union. Yes. Okay.
0: So look, the new Workers' Forum went mm. to the Labour Relations Board, put forward the application to become a union. Right. That application was accepted. Right. Now the person, the registrar who's supposed to register them as a trade union, yes, doesn't want to do it. Hmm. And is appealing the decision. Okay. Right? So in June of 2022, the registrar rejected the SWF's application to register as a union on the grounds that the SWF consciously resolved to not have positions such as general secretary, president, and deputy president. Instead, it has a standing committee which takes minutes of all meetings, keeps an attendance register, and controls the collection and spending of membership fees. Each meeting elects a different chairperson and a secretary, at least one of whom is a woman. This ensures that everyone gets a chance to develop skills in meetings, procedures, and prevents domination by any particular workplace or grouping. In a case brought forward by SWF at the Labour Court in June 2023, the SWF successfully argued that it was a genuine trade union and should be registered. In ruling in favour of the SWF and awarding costs against the registrar, George, Judge Andre Van Niekerk said, The the emergence of trade unions that eschew traditional structures is inevitable. Since the LRA, well, that's the Labor Relations Act for, you know, those who don't know. (laughs) Since the LRA was brought into operation in 1995, the labor market has changed radically. Workforces, once homogenous, have fragmented and segmented into core and marginal groups where new, less secure forms of work have emerged new forms of worker organizations will inevitably emerge to meet these challenges and better serve the interests of the more vulnerable. Ever since the labor court ruled in favor of the SWF, literally hundreds of casualized workers have been sending (coughs) sorry Uh, (laughs) sorry ever since the labor court ruled in favor of the swf literally hundreds of casualized workers have been sending in membership forms to join the swf this is because there is no other union willing to represent these workers without a union casualized workers are excluded from having skilled and experienced representatives even trained fellow workers represent them in bargaining for wage increases or negotiating health and safety improvements at work or represent them in the ccma and bargaining council What's uh, CCMA? Fuck. <laughs> it's, it's like a labor court, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> right. uh, let me just Google. Uh, commission for Conciliation, Mediation, and Arbitration.
1: Ah, right. okay.
0: So again, I think you just go to like a a local labor court yeah. if you're having an issue, and then if they can't resolve it there, it gets uh, elevated. elevated to the CCMA. So it's like right. only more hectic uh, labor relations get sent to the ccma okay yeah right. so yeah <laughs> i just knew it was like a labor court i don't know <laughs> I forgot what the uh, acronym meant yeah. right so these forum all re- for all repeatedly tell casualized workers that they can only be represented by a registered trade union The registrar still insists that he will only register trade unions that have office bearers that are elected for long terms of office. Off of office. office, office. We also note that Judge Vannikirk said in his ruling the registrar is not the gatekeeper for traditional forms of trade union organizations, nor is it his function to question the wisdom of the SWF's choices.
1: This seems like a very reasonable judge. Yeah (laughs) but uh,
0: yeah, so This, again, it's just very, this seems very cut and dry. Yeah. Right? We we have this group of people that are unionizing. Yes. They're usually like casual workers or like, they may be like day laborers. Yeah. Or, you know, they they don't have a permanent job. Yes. So they sign up to this union and that union will negotiate, excuse me, on behalf of them. Yeah and that's this absolutely nothing wrong with that (laughs) yes the registrar is fucking around yes if we're being honest here right yeah so and again (laughs) they won the ruling yes the registrar (laughs) fuck the registrar is what I'm saying the court Uh, was like hey these people need this thing and the registrar was like Nah, nah. Well, it's not organized in the way that I like, so... Uh, Get out. Get the fuck out not gonna, I'm not going to accept this court order document. I'm just going
1: (laughs) to... You've been legally ordered to do this thing.
0: Just do the thing, Uh, please. I'm just moving off on vibes. (laughs) Alright, so our next story. A few weeks ago, Jacob Zuma, our former extremely corrupt president, was granted medical parole to go to Russia and retrieve treatment... Receive treatment, excuse me, Hmm. for an undisclosed medical concern. Yes. Last week, the Constitutional Court ruled that the medical parole was unlawful. Yes. So when Zuma was initially arrested in 2021, the country erupted into riots and experienced our worst violence since apartheid. Right? Right, yeah. The worry is that this ruling will also cause unrest. Yes. Nothing has happened as of yet. But I don't think it will be a repeat of the 2021 situation. Yeah. Why is that? Um, because well, it's
1: not 2021.
0: Well, firstly, because I don't think these rights were as closely linked to Zuma's arrest as the media would make it out to be. Okay. Right. Uh, in 2021, we're obviously still in the height of the pandemic. Yeah. And the government announced that they were stopping the free food po- programs that had been set up for the poor. Oh. So literally that week... Yeah. Zuma was arrested also in that week the food programs were was stopped were stopped yeah right now there's all these not rumors this is a fact okay that like a bunch of current ANC members yeah as well as former ANC members that worked under the Zuma administration yeah instigated these riots yes so they went around and like told poor people like Zuma's arrested go riot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm not denying that I'm okay. saying, these poor people were more amenable to this message because the food program had stopped.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, uh, I don't think they brought back a food program. Not but that I know. Of. In the time since then, they've they would have uh, made, what's the word? Made do in that time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they would have found other ways to get food. Yeah. So if a person came and said, Zoom is getting arrested," let's try it. They wouldn't be as incensed as they were when the food programs were taken away. Yeah, that's one thing. Right. Uh, the second thing is after those, after the unrest, yeah, there were first of all lots of people died, a yeah. lot of the writers, yes. but also just random people. Yeah. Uh, lots of people arrested. Yeah. Lots of buildings were burned down. Yes. And I think people just saw the the destruction yeah the cost of all this yeah I'm not saying cost as in money as in like maybe like uh, I go to the park yeah and the park burnt or a tree burnt down because of the erupting violence yeah like you can see the cost of what those riots did yes so there's I don't think people or society Mm -hmm. our society (laughs) yeah is uh, amenable to that message again yeah so, again, that's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Things could get back wild tomorrow. Like. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Zuma, in this whole time since 2021, he didn't go to jail. Yeah. He was under house arrest. Uh, I can't remember what, what his place is called. Nkandla. Nkandla. Yeah. I was going to call him Marikana, but that's... Uh, <laughs> that's Completely a, different. That's area. a mine. That's where... Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> whatever. That the, the, His house, he was yes. under house arrest there. Yes. So... He's never been to jail Yes Potentially breaking this uh, You know uh, What did I call it? The the me- medical parole?
1: Yeah, medical parole Yeah.
0: He's not breaking medical parole Well, he, no He's, he, he's he, getting sorry, medical parole He got an unlawful medical parole that, yes. That's what I was trying to say Yeah Getting an unlawful medical parole I don't know if that's worth Not worth If that's worthy Of being sent to jail
1: Hmm I don't know.
0: Because I've just seen people call for his arrest. Yeah. But I don't think it's uh, against the law. (laughs) Well, I I, guess because they they ruled it unlawful, it's against (laughs) the law. If it's
1: called unlawful, it's probably against the law.
0: My my point is I don't know if he's going to jail or if he's just going to go back. If things revert back to how they were, he just goes back into uh, house House arrest. arrest. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how it's going to move forward from here yeah that's um, what i was trying to get at
1: yeah right okay
0: the next thing is there was an explosion in jhb CBD.
1: yes which joe Bug CBD. yes all
0: right (laughs) (laughs) which it's un it's still unclear what the cause of this was yeah what uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i guess i think that's the only
1: thing right so um as far as current reports are um speculating i guess yeah. it was a well they they've said a few options i can't remember all of the options but i do remember them saying that uh there was like a a sewage pipe yeah. pretty much and then you know how like human waste uh creates methane gas and so the methane gas is uh explosive Mm. Like they use it as rocket fuel. I see. So um, it somehow
0: ignited, and then that blew the whole pipe. All right. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is somebody took a shit so thick <laughs> <laughs> it blew up the job at Yeah. I really hope it wasn't me (laughs) I just (laughs) I I had some ice cream that day my lactose intolerance was acting up (laughs) you know I I hit a hectic fart into the toilet and then suddenly bang (laughs) but yeah like I said they're still investigating so there's no really no information to put forward but last night in our next story (laughs) there was an earthquake in uh, or I don't know if they Classified it as an earthquake, but there was a tremor. Oh. Last night. Huh. And they're, they're trying to figure out if that tremor from last night was linked in any way to the explosion on. Was it Wednesday? Was yeah. it Tuesday? Uh, I can't remember. It was just a few days ago. Yeah. Right. So last night was Saturday.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So sometimes during the week there was an explosion, and then on Saturday there was a tremor.
2: Hmm.
0: I would also like to. <laughs> Draw a line from mm-hmm. these two st- stories to I think it was last week or the week before mm-hmm. we spoke about uh, there was an explosion in Kempton Park. Yes, because they hit a, they there was an illegal mine there. Yeah, and something happened underground that caused an explosion. Yes, so I'm wondering if there's similarly like something
1: something up here.
0: <laughs> yeah, where like yeah. somebody was doing mining and like they hit something underground and then bang. Yeah. There was an explosion Could be Right Yeah So I really don't know Yeah uh, You know it's, it's I was going to call them. it geology is it, ge- <laughs> is it geology? Yes Geology is not my strong point <laughs> <laughs> Same uh, Yeah As evidenced by the fact that I didn't know if it was called geology <laughs> 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 It was either geology or geometry And I was just <laughs> <laughs> I was, Definitely yeah, not geometry I was rolling the dice on which <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> So yeah The last story of the week Twitter Blue. Okay. So last week, uh, a bunch of people started posting screenshots of... uh, They've received money for, you know... Oh, yeah. Being a creator on Twitter. Yes. In the same way, like, you know, if you're a YouTuber, you receive a a small amount. Yeah. And uh, I think it's bullshit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It It does seem that way. Why would you say that? Because it's just like massive sums of money which don't seem reasonable to me. Like, a lot of people are getting like thousands of dollars.
0: That's not unreasonable.
1: Yeah. I know it... it, In theory, it doesn't sound unreasonable. It just feels a little... off to me. And I don't know why exactly.
0: Alright, let me tell you. (laughs) Okay. Well, not everybody has this. Hmm. It just seems like people have... A bunch of people handpicked by Elon Hmm. got money, right? Because, uh, like, you have to be signed up for Twitter Blue. Yes. First of all. But then you have to do a second step. Okay. Where you, like, sign up for something called Stipe. Okay. Which is Twitter's, like, uh, I guess, PayPal kind of thing where they, you know, actually do the payouts. Yeah. And the second thing is you have to be signed up for. Something like okay. you have to just like click yes on a form or whatever, right? All right, okay. yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of people since these people started posting these screenshots, yeah, people have been trying to sign up as well. Mm-hmm. And one person emailed Twitter and they got a reply saying, um, this option isn't available to everybody, or hmm. something like that. Which, <laughs> <laughs> right? and people who already you know signed up with t- Twitter Blue couldn't access this feature, okay, and it just seems from the outside looking in, <laughs> that Elon paid like a bunch of people, influencers, yeah. to make it seem as if though...
1: They were getting a bunch of money from Twitter.
0: Well, they are technically well, Twitter revenue. Yeah. Not like Twitter. Just, just, yeah. just money. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it seems like these, these are people he views as influential. Okay. They may not necessarily be influencers. Yeah. Like, the word influencers, so... I don't know, bizarre to me. Like, okay. is, is a journalist an influencer? Technically, yes. Yeah, because they they change the public's perception. They're reporting on a certain topic. Yeah. Influences people's opinions. So I guess by definition... But I wouldn't call a journalist an influencer. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> According like, to, like, the pop culture definition of yeah. an influencer.
0: Yeah. To me, an influencer is, like, somebody who, like... I don't know. Does like a stupid TikTok net? Yeah, and, <laughs> yes. you know, like <laughs> they're like advertising for like I don't know,
1: the whatever influencers advertise for.
0: Yeah, they are like on Instagram all the time. Uh, that, that, that's what I view an, an influencer as.
1: They like fly to the Maldives every weekend and get nice pictures. Y-
0: yeah, th- that that's that's what I I yeah. think of. But like, yeah, he just gave it to like right wing quote unquote journalists. Yeah, do you know who? Um, Fuck, what's his name? Jordan
1: Jeez. B. Peterson?
0: No, yeah, he's a right-winger, but yeah. he's not the guy I'm talking about. Damn. He... Fuck, he lives in... He lives in, like, the Philippines or something. bro. Huh? <laughs> you So you don't know, the listeners don't know, but, like, this is just some obscure person on Twitter. <laughs> right, that I'm trying to remember. I think his name is Ian Miles Chong. Okay. He just tweets the most insane. <laughs> just deranged right-wing opinions right okay <laughs> yeah, there's, so there's a lot of like these right-wing grifters who they claim to be centrist right so jordan peterson he he'll say he's a centrist yeah or on the one hand i think partly it's to make it seem as if though he's reasonable you know he's in the center yeah it's other people on the fringes who are lunatics right?
1: yeah All Right.
0: and uh on the other hand I also believe that these people are so uneducated, they believe that this is the center. Yeah. <laughs> when they like their politics and every word in action is just like extremely far right yeah. <laughs> stuff, right? So it's it's a combination of them both being dumb and you know, <laughs> trying to make themselves seem more reasonable than
1: they actually are. Yeah. yeah.
0: But anyway, the We we've got wildly off he, uh, off topic, little know, bit, right? Yeah. And I blame you. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, look random people on twitter yes influencers yes although uh, not the definition i would use yes received a payment yes which was allegedly twitter revenue from like the previous the, the people previous. so elon musk tweeted that you know if somebody comes to your profile and sees the ads impressions impressions right. based on the number of impressions you will get a percentage yes that's what that's what the idea is here yes. happening here right Further investigation has found that to be not true. Yes. That's the that's the story. <laughs> right. Further investigation has found that only a handful of people were paid an amount. Yeah. And I would suggest, I, you know, obviously don't know if this is the case or not. It's yeah. because Threads, you know, started recently. Yeah. So he's trying to just like, you know, Hail Mary, Pasta. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just try whatever he can to get, you know. Twitter in the conversation more to make it more appealing yeah. <laughs> to, to be on Twitter as opposed to a Threads or a
1: whatever, whatever else there
0: is. But <laughs> I think this is just a bizarre misunderstanding of Twitter because okay. it's like you do realize it's possible to have both a Threads account and a Twitter account. <laughs>
1: No, I didn't
0: know that was a thing. Wow. <laughs> you know, Why didn't like. Did anyone tell me? It's not like YouTube where. YouTube doesn't necessarily have another competitor, another company that shows videos. Yeah. It's maybe like Twitch, which does something different. Yeah. And like. Fuck, what's it What's the thing? Vimeo. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Vimeo? Yes. Yes. Vimeo still exists. They, uh, you know, they like. They're
1: just around.
0: Yeah, but my point being, YouTube does that because everybody's on YouTube.
1: Yeah.
0: With Twitter, there's other websites that you can go to. <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> it doesn't have the same, like, I'm not going to stay on Twitter in lieu of going to other websites. Like, I'll just check out the other websites. Yeah. I do, like, a 15-minute, like, I'll check Twitter, I'll check Reddit, I'll check Instagram. Yeah. I don't, like, sit there going through all of you know one site all day yes (laughs) that's why I think this you know this tactic to be like oh you know let's pay influencers to make it seem as if the church is the place to be that won't work because there are alternatives that we actively use yeah but whatever (laughs) do you have any news
1: Uh, Elon Musk last night announced that um, well I believe it was last night or last night for us Is becoming the ex uh, yeah He's, well he's
0: been talking about this for months uh oh. we've never mentioned it here on the the podcast, but in his tweets he refers to he says either twitter or forward slash company x oh. or he he calls it the x app uh oh. he's uh he's been talking about like he doesn't want it to just be you know twitter as it is now yeah it uh, you know like how facebook is yes it's like an everything app yeah you can buy and sell things you yeah. know you can Whatever. So, in the past, Elon Musk has referred to Twitter becoming X, the everything app. Right. Yeah, and yeah. And this is the first step, I think, you know, in uh, going in, in that direction. Yeah. Just changing the logo, which... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything I mean, else? He's, oh, I mean, sorry. Do you want to finish off this?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I believe he tweeted that he's going to slowly phase out all the Twitter stuff as it is currently. Like the bird logo yeah. is gonna become an X as well, and it'll probably change the name. But yeah, yeah, X yeah. the everything app. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's about it.
0: Is that all the news? Yeah. Something, well, something that happened yesterday was. Uh, <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Well, it is the only news. Here. Did you, were you born Mister? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was actually. <laughs> you were reading the newspaper last night for the first time. You're like, all right, I've got a new story. <laughs> well, you read one page of the, the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> this newspaper apparently is just posting, <laughs> uh, uh, printing out e- Elon Musk tweets. <laughs> but all right. Uh, yeah. Anything else? No. All right. So the context for this movie. Context. All right. First of all, let's get the elephant in the room out of the way. Okay. Tom Cruise is a Scientologist. Yes. He's the most famous Scientologist to the point that some would call him the face of Scientology. I see. And, her- and Scientology is a horrific cult, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why are we not boycotting this movie? Uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time I'm like, uh, why aren't we boycotting this? You're like, uh, I don't, know. I don't do, know. Do you have any, like, I don't know.
1: No, I'm pretty much just like a blank canvas
0: alright so like- once again if I weren't here you would have covered <laughs> the flash you would have <laughs> <laughs> you would have been Excuse like me. oh yeah Ezra Miller's Covenant Tribes and we love it on this podcast. <laughs> if, if not for me. <laughs> Once again, I'm the moral center of this podcast. <laughs> things, things would fall apart without me. Morally, I'm talking about. I'm not saying... <laughs> the, the content would probably be better, but mora- morally, you'd fall off without me. That's what I'm saying. Right? <laughs> but listen, he is a cult member. Yes. Not the okay. leader. Right? I see. He is a victim of the cult yes right so he's the face of the cult because the cult are taking advantage of him and his fame yeah that's the re he, it's not like he put his hand up and said i want to be the face of the cult <laughs> yes yeah. they recognized how famous he is yeah and you know he is being put forward as the face of the cult because he's famous not because yeah. he wanted to yeah right right uh certain people will say well he's an adult he should realize that he's part of a cult and this is not normal behavior
1: oh yeah that makes sense
0: right first of all i'd like to point out that there's a literal cult working around around the clock to make sure that he doesn't find out the truth right okay you and i we can just you know go on google and be like uh, what is, is Scientology bad? Question mark, <laughs> and the and the first result will be the word yes, <laughs> in all capitals across the screen, <laughs> right? But like, uh, you know, he doesn't have. Well, I assume he doesn't have. He has people, you know, around him from Scientology that are stopping him from
1: doing googling. What yeah, is or Scientology if, bad? If like
0: there's somebody, if somebody says something bad about Scientology to him, yeah, they will like. You know, be smooth like, it out yeah be like oh that person is lying that person is there's been reports that david Miskovich, who's the current leader of the church of scientology were like you know uh what's the word when you like badmouth somebody in the press but you don't actually say something bad you like leak stuff about them Oh. so if somebody like says something bad about scientology he will leak like bad rumors about you oh. <laughs> stuff like that right? okay yeah so there's a literal cult <laughs> to working around the clock to make sure he doesn't you know get to the truth that's the right. first thing okay the second thing is he's been famous since 1981 when yeah. he was 18 years old
1: it's a long time ago
0: he has no frame of reference for what normal looks like yeah right there's a reason i call it holly weird you know True. weird stuff happens there <laughs> oh really is that why you call it holly weird? <laughs> right, so right. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. He has no frame of reference, like, "Oh, I shouldn't be at a cult meeting <laughs> every Saturday." <laughs> <laughs> or you know, like I don't know whatever whenever
1: you know, it mean, is, yes. right. yeah.
0: Uh, thirdly, I just think he's somewhat naive and dumb, fair enough, and he doesn't realize that he's being taken advantage of. Yeah, so I'd like an to Joe Rogan, okay, so Joe Rogan has a lot of right-wing ghouls on his show.
1: Yeah. Right, and they yes. spread propaganda. Yeah,
0: but he's kind of too dumb to fact check them, right? Yeah, he has young Jamie who Googles stuff. Yeah, but it's not a comprehensive fact check, right? And a lot of the bullshit that gets said on his show goes unchallenged. Yeah, because basically, like, you know, like a right wing guy will say something. Yeah, Jamie will Google it. Yes, uh, and like he'll just click the first link. Yeah, and there'll be an article saying. You know, whatever that right-wing guy said, it's correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That literal text. (laughs) Right? And uh, he doesn't, like, verify that that website is, you know, on the up and up. Yeah. He doesn't, like, he just clicks whatever the first few links are. And if it kind of agrees with what the person is saying, it'll... You know, he'll go along with it. Yeah. But certain points need more than one or two, or two article clicks. It needs, you know, like deeper reading. Yeah. To understand why, you know, the point this person is saying may seem true, yeah. but it actually isn't true. It's uh, not true. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of true. Not true. <laughs> right. Right. However, in both cases, I believe both Tom Cruise and Joe Rogan are operating in good faith. Yeah, remember okay. what we were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> before, yes. right? Yeah, they are just unequipped to deal with the forces making use of them.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, I've googled to try and find any other controversies, like if Tom Cruise assaulted somebody or he's been arrested for something, etc. But I couldn't find anything. Okay. So if there's something I'm missing, please let me know.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to the audience. <laughs> the audience. If there's something that like you believe that I'm being too lenient hmm. or I'm not being critical enough of Tom Cruise. Mm. And we should boycott this movie. Well, obviously, we've... <laughs> it's, it's a little late now. <laughs> We're in the process of recording. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying in future, uh, I'll know, like, all right, Tom Cruise is a bad person. We shouldn't.
1: Like maybe Dead Reckoning Part 2. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. Cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. But uh, for me, that's a, a reasonable reason not to boycott. Yeah. I don't know about... The listeners, because I know you, <laughs> you agree. <laughs> Even if he was the leader of Scientology, you'd be like, "Yes, Tom Cruise, Tom, Tom Cruise." <laughs> but yes, I'm, I'm only speaking to the listeners, <laughs> right? So there's a theory that this film and the two films we cover next yeah. represent three different eras of Hollywood. Okay, or as I call it, Hollywood. <laughs> right, <laughs> Dead Reckoning is 1930s and 40s Hollywood. Okay. When it was about the stars, aka old Hollywood. I
1: see, mm-hmm. yes.
0: Right? You'd occasionally have a celebrity director like an Alfred Hitchcock, but in that era, your primary consideration for what movie to watch would be the actors in the picture. Yeah. Like a, a Vivian Lee or a. Someone else. Fuck, what's that guy's name, man?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Who's the guy? <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Jesus Christ. You know what? just vamp but while i Google.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah probably a uh a someone like a clint eastwood no he's no. too young
0: uh,
1: i mean clint eastwood is like 90
0: he is like 94
1: yeah exactly
0: but i'm talking about people who are working in the 1930s
1: <laughs> uh oh he, he was been... born yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Clark Gable, that's what I was thinking of. Right. They were both in Gone with the Wind. Oh, okay. <laughs> Vivian Leigh and Clark Gable, that's all. <laughs> who was the lead of Gone with the Wind? <laughs> Yes, Clark Gable. A Vivian Leigh or a Clark Gable, right? Uh, you know, with all due respect to Margot Robbie and Cillian Murphy, I don't believe people are going to watch those movies specifically for them.
2: Uh,
1: okay, yeah, fair.
0: I'm not saying they didn't play a part in people's decision to watch those movies. Yeah. I'm just saying uh, I I don't believe there's a person who woke up, looked at the, you know, didn't hear anything, just opened up the paper for movies, Yeah, movie showing at the local theater, read Oppenheimer. Okay, I don't really want to watch that. Yeah. Starring Killian Murphy. <laughs> oh! Yeah. <Damn>. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, again, that's just my, like, bias or, like, my opinion yeah I have no idea right yeah uh, then you have the 1970s when it was about the director right and again don't get me wrong So people still went to see movies based on what stars were in the movie but the movies themselves were auteur driven cinema yeah like the studio would green light a movie based on the reputation and pitch of a director yeah right actors sign on to star in a movie because they want to work with a particular director
1: yeah
0: <laughs> right right Uh, I don't think the average person could name the director of Dead Reckoning or Bobby. No. But I do believe a higher percentage of them could name the director of Oppenheimer. Yeah. Can you name the director of Dead Reckoning? No. Don't Google. (laughs) Can you name the director of Bobby? Greta Gowick, I think. And the director of Oppenheimer?
1: Christopher Nolan. All
0: right. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much how I I expected it to go. Nobody would know the Dead Reckoning they may know the barbie director yeah. they definitely know the, <laughs> the Oppenheimer Oppenheimer. director. Yeah. again that's just my bias i don't know if i know it worked out with you <laughs> and we will not this to be clear <laughs> but uh, yeah I, I just that's just how i feel society yeah. actually cancel that i feel the average person wouldn't be able to name all the directors <laughs> but i'm saying the least they wouldn't you know, if we had to put in percentages, the least amount of people would be able to name Christopher Macquarie, who's the director of this oh. <laughs> movie. <laughs> I should have known that. Yeah, I said Christopher Macquarie, and this look of puzzlement just came, came across your face like, who the fuck? What? <laughs> I've never heard of that name before. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Christopher Macquarie, uh, Greta Gerwig, you were right. Yeah. Right. And so, anyway. Thirdly, we come to the 2010s. Yes. People will say it started way before that, but let's just say things solidified in the 2010s. Okay. And this is the era of IP yeah, or intellectual it. property. Okay. Not internet port. <laughs> 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 you know, like, uh, there was a while back, like I don't know who I was talking with, but somebody said what does IP stand for? Yeah. And like three of us had three different answers. Yeah. <laughs> like, my friend was an accountant. He said something about accounting. <laughs> I said internet port. And somebody said intellectual property. So, you know, it's good to clarify. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter who directed or starred in Barbie. The yeah. audience is interested in the Barbie intellectual property. Yeah, that's Again, I, I would suggest, I don't know. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm saying this in general. Well, I'm saying this as if it's fact, but uh, I know a person who didn't... I know a person who didn't go to Barbie because of Margot Robbie or the property of Barbie. They went because they like Greta Gerwig as a director. Okay. And that person was me. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm saying, I'm realizing, like, I do know that person. (laughs) I am him. (laughs) I know him. He's me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I would just say, in general, yeah. people are going to watch Barbie because of the intellectual property, Barbie, yeah. not yeah. because of other factors, right? Yeah. Uh, you couldn't say the same for Mission Impossible or Oppenheimer. Obviously, Oppenheimer is a is a yeah. is a standalone. Yeah. For now, until we get the Oppenheimer cinematic universe. <laughs> 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 right, but for now, it's not a franchise. And while I recognize Mission Impossible is a franchise, I would suggest that it's nothing without Tom Cruise. Yeah, I don't believe that if we just get a random up and comer. Yeah, name a random up and comer. Uh, Killer Murphy. He's like 50. (laughs) (laughs) He's not an up and cover. What the hell? (laughs) Uh, John Boyega. John Boyega. If we had John Boyega as the star of Mission Impossible, I don't think it would do as well as Tom Cruise-led Mission Impossible. Yeah. Call me crazy.
1: (laughs) I I think it's very similar to... You know how... uh, I think it was last week. We were talking about how uh, Indiana Jones dies with Harrison Ford. Yeah. It's a very similar thing where Mission Impossible would not... Be, it probably wouldn't continue without Tom Cruise. Sure. Yeah.
0: Alright. Cool. I, I, I don't know about that. I think, it <sighs> I think there's a time where Tom Cruise will call it quits, mm-hmm. and Mission Impossible will carry on. Okay. They'll just find a new, not new star, just a new avenue of approaching that IP. I see. Okay. I think. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think it would be the opposite. But yeah. So anyway, these three movies represent three different. Viewpoints, Yeah. Or like three different viewpoints on how movies should be made. Yeah. Some people believe it should be star-driven. The actors... People are going to see the actors, so the actor should be the primary, you know, artist of the movie. Yeah. Some people believe the director should be the primary. Some people believe that, uh, uh, you know... The
1: IP should I d- be... Yeah, I don't
0: it. care who the director or the actors are. It, I want to see a movie about Barbie. Yeah. That's the... What's being the, put the for, progression? What's being put forward to us over these few weeks? Yeah. Now I've already seen all three movies. Yes. And I have my f- my feeling of, uh, in terms of quality.
1: Okay.
0: Which one is the best, and uh, you know how that plays out? Yeah. I will. Well, you'll be able to figure out. But <laughs> at the end of the Oppenheimer episode, I'll put it out into full words. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, What I'm more interested in is box office. Yeah. Which movie would make the most money? Yeah. And it's probably going to be Bobby. Yeah, realistically. (laughs) It's a kid's movie, you know, obviously. But, uh, and like like we said in like the first episode. Yeah. That like, kids don't go watch movies alone. Yeah. If you're making a kid's movie, you're going to get the kid's ticket and the adult's ticket that took them to watch that movie. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> um kids movies are far more profitable than
1: Adults' movies. Adult movies. Yeah,
0: right? So, I think it will be Bobby, but I'm wondering if the power of St- Tom Cruise's stardom <laughs> can somehow defeat Bobby <laughs> or, or, or like uh, just the the power of Christopher Nolan's filmmaking skills can defeat Bobby, you know. Yeah. But yeah. I just think it's very interesting. That's all. Okay. Sorry for being interested in something. Oh, maybe I should just be casual and blase like you, trules. Okay. Don't clean up a single thing. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Anyway. So I call Tom Cruise Mr. Movies. Why is that?
1: Because he only stars in movies?
0: Well, there's plenty of people who don't only star in movies. Yeah.
1: But (laughs) I, I can't think of
0: any other reason. I'm trying to think, has he ever been in a TV show?
1: Not that I know of.
0: Yeah. Like, he's big enough of a star that I could immediately recall if he was in a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I feel. I don't know. Maybe he was in a TV show in the 80s. and uh, He right. might have
1: had cameos here and there.
0: But anyway, so the first reason I say this is because he's a purist, right? Okay. He does his own stunts. Yeah. He said he feels he's not authentically acting as a character if he's not also doing the stunts. Yeah. Uh, I do not initially understand this. I always just wondered if it was sexual <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he's just doing like a weird death defying stunt yeah and he can see you know the people directing him yeah. their faces like oh my god is he gonna die <laughs> and he must be imagining the people at home thinking cause we know he's doing his stunts
1: yeah
0: is he thinking of us you know wondering if he's gonna die yeah. and then going home and getting off on that <laughs> like, <laughs> they think I'm gonna die I'm Tom Cruise I'll never die <laughs> Right, But now I realize that's just, you know, he's a purist. He's just in it for the the art of movies. Yeah. So, you know, sorry for putting that weird uh, sexual (laughs) reading on the sorry Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, The next thing is he's... uh, Oh, sorry, not the next thing. Hmm. As in the next point. point, Continuing this point, but the next part of this point is... Uh, as continuing the idea of him being a purist he did not allow top gun to go to streaming yes so do you remember day and date release yes so during the pandemic movie executives were instead of putting movies out to the theaters they were immediately putting movies into stream streaming yeah which first of all provides a high quality digital file for pirates (laughs) you know like people want to pirate the movie yeah That's the first thing. Second of all, it diminishes the theater experience. Yeah. There are lots of filmmakers who make a movie designed specifically for the theater environment. Yeah. Because they love movies. Yes. You know, it's it's an added bonus that we're allowed to, you know, watch those movies on a laptop or whatever later. Yeah. But they are primarily made for the theatrical experience. Yeah. And he was so committed to that, he delayed Top Gun until, you know, it was safe to go back to movies. Yeah. And a lot of people credited Top Gun with, you know, getting people back to movies again. Yeah. Because that was the first... I think it was the first billion dollar movie. After the after pandemic. After the pandemic. Oh, no. But that rubbish Spider-Man movie. I don't... That know. came out in December 21. Yeah. Top Gun came out tw- middle of 2022. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it doesn't really work out that time yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a superhero movie it's not like a massive franchise like, I can understand it's a sequel but it's not like it's, it's not n- not like Spider-Man <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not the level of franchising as Spider-Man right it's I want to say semi-original yeah because basically yeah it's almost
1: entirely new it's yes. just borrowing from the previous Top Gun
0: yeah. But uh, you get my point, here. Yeah, I get you. A lot yeah. of people credit Tom Cruise with, you know, getting people back into cinemas.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: Now, I would argue that a, sh- a short few months later, Avatar 2 came out. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have done that anyway. But, uh, you know, yeah. I'm happy to give Tom Cruise some credit. Yeah. Because, yeah, I did not expect that movie to do a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. Right. I, I just saw
1: all the hype around it. And I was like, it must, surely
0: well, but you live in a different world. That is true. You live in plane world. Yeah. So all your plane friends were like, Oh my God, it's a movie about planes. We love planes. Yeah. Yes. So that's why I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know what your, your media ecosystem is like. I don't want to. <laughs> no, my Twitter timeline was fully yeah. um, top gun propaganda. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, Uh where are we (laughs) right uh, way off topic secondly I believe he's the most famous movie star of all time yeah I have no numbers to back this up I'm simply basing this on my feeling
1: I think he's the most widely recognized like if you showed someone a picture of Tom Cruise they'd be like
0: oh there's Tom Cruise that's a shorter way of saying, saying widely recognized
1: popular Fam-
0: famous, famous. <laughs> yeah so anyway <laughs> I believe that he's the most famous movie star <laughs> but yeah he's like there, there are people who, have, who are acting in the 70s Yes. that are still acting today yes but none of them have been doing it as a leading man yeah he's been in the main role every movie not every movie most movies since he was since the 80s yeah he's the lo- not longest but like
1: He's the Loch Ness monster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I heard the story secondhand. Yeah. I haven't been able to verify it, but apparently, do you know how Top Gun was lit? Greenlit. No. So, apparently, Joseph Kosinski, yeah, the director of Oblivion at the time, but he would go on to direct Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Spoke to Tom Cruise. Okay. All right, yes. <laughs> so my co-host is Googling famous actors and he showed me Tom Hanks who, you know, is in the con- in, in the conversation. Yeah. I would argue Tom Cruise is a bigger star than Tom Hanks.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: But, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever, we don't need to argue on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Joseph Kaczynski was pitching Top... Well, he went to a meeting with Tom Cruise. Yes. He pitched the idea for Top Gun 2. Yes. Tom Cruise heard his pitch. Didn't say anything Picked up the phone Phoned the head of Paramount Studios And told him that they're making a Top Gun sequel Not asked He told He told him (laughs) 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 You know Ever ever since I heard that, sorry I've just been looking at Tom Cruise in a way different light Who has the juice (laughs) like that? I'm trying to think on planet Earth (laughs) in any industry who has the juice to phone someone and be like listen we're doing it (laughs) James Cameron maybe yeah obviously (laughs) I I would argue it could be argued Tom Cruise is the actor version of James Cameron (laughs) (laughs) but you know it might be a disservice to Big Jim Mm. you know I don't think I've liked a Tom Cruise movie as much as even Titanic fair enough I'm trying to think Tom Cruise what's my favorite Tom Cruise maybe Jerry Maguire I don't know <laughs> I don't know what your favorite is I don't think I've ever given a Tom Cruise movie a 10
1: I gave both the Top Guns a 10
0: yeah because you're a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I gave the most recent Top Gun an 8 okay. and the 86 one uh, a 9 okay I-, I can only think of 9s Right. Yeah. I gave original recipe talk a nine. I gave the firm a nine. I gave eyes wide Shut- eyes wide shot ten. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> eyes wide shot. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, my point being, he is the biggest star in the history of the world, and many would call him the last star. Yeah. Because you know, when you're speaking about the different types of movies. Yeah. I don't think there's a, a movie star who could. Sell a movie just based on their name, and make like three hundred, million.
1: I'm I'm trying to think of one, and I so can't.
0: I've been trying to think of one this whole week, right? <laughs> yeah. So I thought about was... Tom Hanks. Yeah, he recently made a movie called A Man Called Otto. Yeah, which not a big name director, not part of a property. They just sold it on his name. Yeah, that movie made a hundred and twelve million. Okay, which very decent. Yeah, in it was like on a fifty million budget. Okay, yeah. But you have to double for marketing. Even then. It's 12 million profit, still very tidy. Yeah. But it's not what I'm talking about, 300, 400 on their own name. Yeah. It's, you know.
1: It's just kind of all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody really is the, has the star power of Tom Cruise. Yeah. So he's the last star. Yeah. I would say that a lot of other people would say that. Yeah, that's fair. I'll wait eighteen. You need to get a move on. (laughs) All right, (laughs) because I realized we were just doing a lot of waffling. Yes, yes, we are. So anyway, so Mission Impossible was a spy TV show that ran for seven seasons from 1966 to 1973 on
1: CBS. Okay.
0: It was then revived on ABC for two seasons from 1988 to
1: 1990.
0: Okay. So I used to stay with my grandparents during the school holidays, and Mm -hmm. they they didn't have DSTV. Oh, so DSTV is the our version of what cable would be in america yeah just trying to you know i was looking at our (laughs) our stats yeah uh most of our listeners are from america now huh like you know at the very beginning it's because like i sent the thing to my friends yeah me too so south africa was our highest listeners yeah (laughs) america has overtaken that (laughs) you know by quite a margin now so you know, Hello, American yeah. listeners. Sorry, the South African listeners. I'm catering to the Americans now. Fuck. <laughs>
1: America is now comfortably most listeners.
0: You will say. You will say you will <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. yes. My grandparents didn't have DSTV, right? Yes. And I, I would occasionally watch Mission Impossible reruns around midday on SABC. So, SABC is the the South Africa's uh, public broadcaster. They're like the BBC for South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was too young to fully grasp what was going on and the subtext of the Cold War. Yeah. The only thing I could tell you about it was, I love the theme song. (laughs) (laughs) And then when the message delivery mechanism blew up. Okay. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Right. In 1996, a movie directed by Brian De Palma was made, which acted as a continuation of the TV series, with the addition of Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt. Okay. Now, spoiler alert, huge spoiler alert. Okay. I recommend you pause and go watch The First Mission Impossible. (laughs) Oh, so
1: massive spoiler. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then come back to this episode. Well, you can't do this because (laughs) I'm talking to the listeners, right? right? Have you seen The First Mission Impossible? Yes. All right. Uh within the first twenty minutes of the movie, yeah. the entire team gets killed. Oh my goodness, I
1: lied. <laughs> That's a massive spoiler.
0: You didn't watch the movie. No, I didn't, but oh. honestly it doesn't matter. Alright, yeah. but basically everyone that gets killed was the main cast of the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, this movie is the main cast of the TV show and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like I said, within twenty minutes everybody <laughs> dies. <laughs> Uh, And the rest of the movie is about Tom Cruise, you know, trying to find out who and why they were killed. And who they were killed by and why they were killed.
1: Okay.
0: Right? Fans of the TV show were unbelievably (laughs) angry. I can't possibly imagine why. Yeah. So I watched this movie with our mutual auntie in the early 2000s. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I watched the first two with her. Yeah. But I don't think if I asked her she would say she's a mission impossible fan no (laughs) she would just say like oh it was a movie that was (laughs) on like one random sunday or whatever like i doubt she would remember this no but uh, yeah
1: if you're listening auntie write in let us
0: know all right uh the scene where he's like well i'm sure you know about this even if you haven't watched the movie he's dangling from the ceiling yeah just by popular culture you know that right it's it's such a powerful (laughs) image right of him you know uh, dropping down going to the computer and downloading the knock list yeah right Um, that's always stuck with me okay Uh, Brian De Palma in general Mm -hmm. the the criticism of Brian De Palma in general is that he's too focused on visuals okay and his movies aren't really well thought out okay and I feel this movie somewhat falls into that trap yeah. There are pieces where I'm like, ah, if somebody else came and like polished it a bit, you know, yeah, this would have been way better. Well, not way better, just, it's these, these small things that don't derail the movie, but it's like, it could have been better. Yeah. Right. So I gave this a nine out of 10. Okay. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't rewatch the other movies <laughs> this week. Um, not because I didn't have time, just... Uh, my life is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. But yeah, I can just quickly go through it, right? Okay. So the second one also watched with Monty. Okay. And I barely remember anything. Okay. The only thing I don't know is the opening sequence yeah. where he's climbing a mountain with no harness. <laughs> <laughs> he's just climbing the mountain. <laughs> Free solo, yeah. Yes. Huh? And. Uh, he gets to the top of the mountain, somebody comes and sh- they shoot like a rocket at him. Yeah. And he just stands still. Mm-hmm. And the rocket doesn't explode. He goes up to it, he picks it up, there's a message in it. <laughs> 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 right. Um, so, yeah. Again, I remember watching that with my auntie It's apparently the worst of the, the series. Yeah. I can't speak to that because I haven't <laughs> seen it recently. Yeah. I did hear that it was a remake of Alfred Hitchcock's Notorious. Yeah. Which I did rewatch this week. <laughs> Some people would say, "Well, Presh isn't that a waste of time yeah. <laughs> rewatching a movie you've watched within the last year and for like the st- like the third time?" <laughs> or you could have watched Mission Impossible too. <laughs> you know, relevant for this episode. To those listeners, I say, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. I don't know what you want me to do. Right. <laughs> And the third movie I watched with your father. Yes. Uh, okay. Your dad, your brother... Yeah. ...and I went to the movies. Right. And we watched the third one. Okay. Actually, in the same wall that I watched this one. Oh, nice. <laughs> At Eastgate. But, uh... In, like, 2006... Yeah. ...Eastgate was way different. Yeah. Like, the movies were, like, downstairs. Yeah. Now that they've redone it up, it's way at the top floor. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> way different, but the same wall... Yeah. ...that it used to be, and, uh... I genuinely don't remember anything Okay I only remember Three things Okay The villain was Philip Seymour Okay One of the greatest uh, Actors of his generation Okay Two There's something called The rabbit The rabbit Okay That's like The the main thing like, Right. In the first movie It was the knock list In the second one It was Chimera Okay Which is like a poison Yeah the third one is about the rabbit. Okay. And at the end of the movie, we never found out what the rabbit was. <laughs> and that made me so angry. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> That's reasonable. Yeah. I just remember being pissed off. Like, Yo, why didn't they tell us? What the- <laughs> that movie made no sense. <laughs> it was so bizarre. <laughs> right. The fourth one, I didn't see in cinemas. Okay. But it's actually the movie I've watched the most. <laughs> I watched it like three times. Okay. Uh, all of them just while it was on TV. Yeah. It was directed by Brad Bird. Okay. Do you know who that is? A uh, director. We spoke about him a few weeks ago in my recommendations.
1: Oh, he yeah. He directed
0: The Incredibles. Yeah. Ratatouille, The Iron Giant. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So his first ever live action movie was Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Damn. So that's the one where they at the Burj Khalifa. There's a big sandstorm. He jumps from window to window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite of the franchise. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah i think that's the highest uh, height okay both physically (laughs) 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 and and entertainment wise (laughs) right generally like uh we're going to be covering that for the patreon the commentary this week yeah so (laughs) join us (laughs) right but uh yeah i just sorry i didn't mention for mission impossible three the director is uh, J jj abrams oh piece of shit Ruined Star
1: Wars. (laughs) Ruined
0: Star Trek. Ruined Lost. Fuck him. (laughs) uh, Just ruined a lot of shit. Well, not Mission Impossible 3. Okay. Mission Impossible 3 is looked at as the return to form. Right. Like the first one was good. Yeah. Second one was bad. The third one is a return to form. Yeah. The fourth one was the best of them at the time. Yeah. So, 3 is the one that really got everything back on track. Right. So, I shouldn't be angry with it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, something I should mention is that for all these movies. Yeah. Tom Cruise p- picks the director. Oh. He's the producer as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. So Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's him like uh, he was a fan of the Mission Impossible TV show. Yeah. And he wanted like a franchise that you know could like sustain him while he was doing all like the other stuff oh, that yeah. he did. Right? Okay. So he's the one who picked Brian De Palma. He's the one who picked John Woo for the second one. He's the one who picked J.J. Abrams for the third one. He's the one who picked uh, Brad Bird for the fourth. Yeah. The fifth one, I can't remember. Um, I think it might have been Macquarie as well. Okay. But, uh, yes, I barely remember the fifth one. The only thing I remember from the fifth one is... <laughs> well, I remember two things. Yeah. One, Alec Baldwin calls him the manifestation of destiny which (laughs) (laughs) you know Cher Wiggum says something very similar in this movie yeah Uh, I have the quote written down so when we get to that we'll uh, I'll say it but uh, yeah the the something manifestation of destiny yeah anyway and uh, the second thing I know about Mission Impossible 5 is Alec Baldwin Uh, Somebody has Alec Baldwin's face on. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They're a bit off. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a very funny scene. That's all I remember. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Couldn't tell you anything about Mission Impossible 5. That is Ghost Protocol. And I don't remember enjoying it at all.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Then we have Fallout. Yes. Which I haven't seen (gasps) at all. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Which, yeah. People have said that that movie... Is the best of the franchise. Okay. Better than uh, Ghost Protocol. Okay. Which I don't know. <laughs> I was planning to watch it this week so I could uh, <laughs> talk about it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> what I do know is that movie is the other side of Mustache Gate.
1: Okay.
0: So what is Mustache Gate?
1: Something about a mustache. This is Henry Cavill's... Mustache.
0: Zack Snyder made Batman vs. Superman. Yes. Which is very poorly received. Yes. And he's halfway through making Justice League. Yeah. And his daughter committed suicide. Yes. So he left the project. Yes. To grieve. Yeah. And uh, Warner Brothers brings in Joss Whedon. Yes. So they finish up filming and then they, you know, go their separate ways. Yeah, Henry Cavill moves on to Mission Impossible 6 Fallout. Yes. Then, they need to do uh, reshoots yes. for Justice League. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> right. So, Henry Cavill has this mustache. Yes. And they ask him to shave it for Justice League. Yes. But he needs it to shoot on Mission Impossible. And he can't regrow it, you know, within the time...
1: Needed between shoots. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, Warner Brothers offered... Yeah. ...to shave it and then CGI a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Onto him You know In Mission Impossible To pay for the CGI For the moustache In Mission R- Impossible Right uh, Paramount Yeah Rejected it Yes <laughs> <laughs> They said no ways So In the Justice uh, League The Jostis League I don't know why You're saying that No Okay never mind yeah. The Jostis League Yes Right There's a weird Fucked up look <laughs> Yes <laughs> <laughs> Where they did The most bizarre CGI yeah. On earth And it's It's honestly Not that bad Yep. If you're not looking at it, you wouldn't understand <laughs> yes. what was wrong. But if you pause and look at it, it looks like the devil. <laughs> 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 it's like something deeply evil is happening yeah. on this level, <laughs> 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 Right? And so, again, I never watched Mission Imp- uh, Impossible 6. Yeah. And I never, you know, saw the other side of Mustache Gate. Yes. Right. But Henry Cavill in that movie is the inspiration for why I have a (laughs) moustache. And, uh, Coase, can you please confirm that I have a moustache?
1: You do, in fact, have a moustache.
0: And, uh, can you give me your hand? Okay. Is it real? Oh, it's real. It's a real moustache. It's not a pull-off, uh, you know, a fake moustache that you, (laughs) you stick on your face.
1: Well, it could be a really well-done pull-off moustache.
0: Well, you just
1: touched it. That is true. And? It feels real. Hmm. 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 But maybe it's not. All we right.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. You could be wearing like a full mask of your right, own enough, face enough, with enough. a mustache on it. So that movie that I haven't seen is the inspiration for my mustache. Right. That's the only thing I can really <laughs> say about it. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Uh, and so I'm not really a big fan of the Mission Impossible franchise.
1: Yeah. Like okay. I've
0: watched them all. Yeah. I really like the first and the fourth one. Okay. The rest I just... So unmemorable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But what really got me interested in this movie, again, was... You know, we are speaking earlier in the context of... uh, Top Gun? Yes. Watching Top Gun last year made me interested in Mission Impossible this year. Okay. Because Tom Cruise is Mr. Movies. Yeah. And, oh, sorry. (laughs) Something I forgot to mention, right? Do you remember early in the year?
1: Uh, I remember bits of earlier this year.
0: In a new segment, we are speaking about... Uh, Warner Brothers sent a copy of The Flash to Tom Cruise. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I said that's most probably a fake story. Yes. And, uh, again, think about the logic, right? Yeah. They're like, we have this movie that's definitely going to do bad. Yes. How can we get people interested? Well, if Mr. Movie says it's good, then... (laughs) Then Then it must be good. Then people will go watch it. Yeah. That, That was their
1: reasoning yeah
0: they're reasoning yeah right right. that's that's what I'm trying to say Tom Cruise's star power they try to use it to <laughs> make money for the Flash. yeah and uh, as much as I love Tom Cruise I'm glad that didn't work <laughs> right I'm glad that movie flopped yeah. but again uh that just goes to show the power of Mr. Movies which is why I went to watch this in IMAX yeah because I wanted to
1: experience it fully
0: fully get the experience and so, for both this movie and Oppenheimer, <laughs> I went mm-hmm. to the IMAX at Eastgate. Yeah. That thing is amazing. Oh. It's... So, the ticket is double the price of a regular ticket. Yes. Actually, it's not. Like, so, uh, it, a, a ticket used to be 105, rand. Yes. Last month, it went up to 119. Yes. The uh, IMAX theater is 200. Yes. So, it's not exactly double, but it's roughly double. Yeah. Right that thing is unbelievable <laughs> 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 worth the 200 worth it but okay. I, I went on a Tuesday to watch uh, oh, so off, off price, price yeah. yeah so it's 100 bucks but <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless it's, uh, that doesn't, just because I paid list doesn't mean it's less incredible <laughs> it's extra work yeah it's yeah <laughs> that screen is unbelievable okay we, uh, I'll get into it in the Oppenheimer episode
1: yeah
0: I just um, obviously went to just watch Bob in a regular theater because yeah. again every mall yeah. has one IMAX screen Yes, so one movie can be playing and in IMAX at a time Yeah. so obviously I didn't go watch Bobby <laughs> <laughs> in IMAX uh, because it wasn't available because all the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but the the point I'm trying to make is That Eastgate IMAX is mad (laughs) I can't believe how good it is I had such a ball (laughs) Fuck Anyway So can we get into the movie? Yeah Let me just check the time Hour and a half of waffling
1: Yeah Fuck me (laughs) Okay let's get into it Come on
0: So the movie starts with the same framing device as The Hunt for Red October and Avatar 2 Yeah Where we're meant to understand that the people on the sub are speaking Russian But we hear it as English Yeah the transfer point from when it goes over from Russian to English is when the two parts of the key are put together. Yeah. <laughs> Which <are laughs> very nice, uh, I don't know what that's called, timing. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on initial viewing, the scene made no sense. But once you realize that it's the AI, fuck you with them, everything is clear.
1: Yeah.
0: I really like the scene in hindsight.
1: Okay. The tension
0: yeah. is managed really well. Right? Mm. Yeah. Where it's like, I can't remember what they said, it's like three two and they were bracing for the thing too. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the the building the tension yeah letting the tension go yeah and then blowing up the submarine. Yeah. <laughs> i found that incredible yeah. right that opening sequence and um you know like they they have these under undershots yeah so we're underneath the submarine and you can see the submarine and then you can see the
1: the torpedo. Well, the explosion of the torpedo.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, the, vast of the, the vastness of the sea about. Oh. it. Oh, yeah. Be- before it explodes. Yeah, yeah, right. Those shots were very, very incredible. Oh, yeah. Again, Yeah. They were. I just... I keep thinking about Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In Avatar, you know, like, it's the crispness of the water. Yeah. They don't have that quite as, you know... Like, it's still a little bit murky. Yeah. The shot was still beautiful, but, like... It's not-
1: still got a little bit of...
0: underwateriness yes it's unclear
1: yeah
0: yeah I just I've been too spoiled with (laughs) that but yes it's still a good shot yeah so that opening sequence I really really enjoyed yeah Um, and again it didn't really make sense Hmm. on first viewing but when I thought about it I'm like oh yeah it's just the AI fuck you yeah I I thought like that'd be like Ethan Hunt on another submarine chasing them yeah (laughs) (laughs) like you you know because there was another submarine and it was moving too fast the the, Virginia. that guy said something like no machine can move that fast yes and i thought ethan hunts can (laughs) 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 ethan hunts machine can do that (laughs) but yeah clearly it was just a phantom a phantom conjured, conjured by the ai yeah i keep calling it the ai like uh the entity yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah. So I wrote this document. Yes. And then I was just glancing over the Wikipedia for the Mission, Im- this, this Mission Impossible. Yeah. And I keep seeing it referred to as the Entity. <laughs> and I went to my document and I keep calling it the AI. <laughs> so just know every time I say the AI, I mean the Entity. Okay. All cool. right.
1: Yeah. I mean, originally, on like, as the scene played out, hmm. I thought, oh, so the Russians have this super advanced thing that's like. Basically, they're in October. Um, But then, you know, the American sub shows up and fires a torpedo at it. And I'm like, oh, obviously the Americans have something more advanced. Let's see where this is going. And then the Russian submarine explodes.
0: You know, that's the thing. I didn't realize the villain was going to be AI. Yeah, same. Like, going into the movie or... Yeah, because I don't watch trailers again <laughs> like, when i'm at the theater i'll yeah. see a trailer but there's lots of things that where people just look up on youtube yeah a uh, trailer yeah i very rarely watch it unless like somebody sends something to me yes yeah, and they're like hey watch this <laughs> <laughs> or, or like i'll see something on twitter and i will just start playing and i wonder hey what's this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right i don't seek out trailers yeah but i i just assume that like in the trailers they everyone knew that it's going to be an AI. And yeah. I was shocked. So, <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, next, the food delivery guy brings the mission brief to Ethan Hunt. Yes. So I didn't like this at all. <laughs> like, okay. The pump and circumstance. Uh, if I were the delivery guy, I'd think, ugh, whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to hear you oh, just take your package so I can go.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Uh, I understand what's happening here? Yeah. Is that the delivery guy is a new... Mi- impossible missions agent yeah and this is his like induction yeah but i think this is lame shit (laughs) that's all like uh it's i'm not saying i don't understand it that i thought this was a regular delivery guy (laughs) and was just uh confused but uh no the uh yeah we find out that Ilsa has one half of the key.
1: Yeah, that's the general gist of that scene.
0: Yes, that that, that was it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what I was talking about in the uh, context. Yeah. Mission Impossible is there's a certain there's a bunch of hallmarks. Yeah. Of the the series,
1: every and, episode
0: yeah. of the TV series and ep- every movie has started off with the our protagonist getting a letter that yeah. self destructs. Yes. That's one. Two, the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so that that that's what I was trying to say That uh, You know The way it was done In this movie Yeah I felt was over the top With the pomp and circumstance
1: Okay Yeah It's
0: just It's taking itself too seriously Yeah And in other parts of this movie This It's like The writers realize that Oh you know We're just having a bit of fun here Yeah But this scene feels Out of place in you know In relation to the rest of the movie Yeah But uh, Yeah Then we go to the desert Of yeah. Ethan Oh, sorry. Another thing about context. Yes. So, Top Gun Maverick. Yes. I understand was a movie about planes and shit. Yes. But the metaphor was it's a movie about movie making. Yes. You could, like Tom Cruise says something like, I'm the only one who can do this. Something yeah. like that. Because he's yeah. the last actor. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, the, yeah. If you view Top Gun as a metaphor for getting people back into theaters yeah it's it's quite a brilliant movie about movie making yeah similarly i view this movie in that way okay the ai is the ai that's trying to take over movie making right and make every movie formulaic and like
1: set to a specific kind of idea yeah
0: yes that's what he's fighting in this movie that's the metaphor i've taken away from this yeah, makes sense Yes Yeah <laughs> Right Yeah uh, So then we go to the desert As right. Ethan follows the assassins who are after I think the imagery of the house Ilse is in Is inspired by the Coleman-Scop's ghost town Okay Have you heard of this? No Um. So I found out You know Tame Impala? Yeah The cover for their album The Slow Rush Yeah Okay, let me just <laughs> Google a picture Okay, yes Mm. Listens at home Do the same
1: Google so, along with us This is like a commentary But on Google <laughs> Yeah, Google commentary <laughs>
0: Yeah But so yes, you see I, yeah. It's not This is It's one of many covers So you have this Yeah Alright so it's a bunch Of different images Of a house That's been filled with sand Yeah <laughs> Like <laughs> yes. It's It's you know Covering the door and shit So there's six covers yeah. So this is the the main one. Yeah, and it has the the pictures from Coleman's cup next to it. Right, I'm looking at it on Genius.com Okay, right, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. I know this is not very engaging podcasting, yeah. but <laughs> it's, it's just a house that's yeah. full
1: of sand. Yes, do you,
0: do you see the imagery? Yeah, yeah. I believe that's the same idea for the imagery in the you know the house that Ilsa is in that makes sense it's filling up with sad I don't know (laughs) I'm just uh, that's what I took away from it yeah it had a a very similar look to the Coleman's Cup and Slow Rush right okay uh, album cover yeah right but aside from the imagery I really didn't like the scene yeah (laughs) right I found it difficult to tell who was who yeah you know we've been speaking in the past few weeks about action choreography yes like with the transformers movies you just see a bunch of metal yeah just jumping together you can't tell what's what's happening yeah. and i was so glad that the latest transformers what is it uh, rise of the beast rise of the beast yeah you could see you could tell what was going on it wasn't just a mess of metal moving around yeah in this scene you just see a bunch of people running around shooting in the sand yeah which visually doesn't do anything yeah it's <laughs> I guess you could tell who Ilsa was. Yeah. But the rest of them, you... Uh, you really couldn't, yeah. Yes, that's not very... Yeah. I forget what's the word. Staging. I guess, yeah. Choreography. Whatever. It's just, yeah. I don't think it was a very effective action scene. Yeah. The stakes aren't clear. Yeah. What if Ilsa shot Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, like... It's... it's Yeah, I just found it very awkward filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Also, since he does his own, his own stunts, that would have been movie over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I, I was going to say. Uh. Back in the context, do you think he would, if he died on camera, he, t- he has it in his contract for them to keep it in, <laughs> oh. in the film? <laughs> I mean, it's gruesome, but definitely possible. I 1 million percent think that he is planning to die on camera. First of all, but if it happens before, you know, when he plans it to, yeah. he has it in his contract that uh, they keep it like that and have that in the. They movie. have to use that that particular take. Jeez.
1: that's so <laughs> the gruesome.
0: Well, he's a he's a madman. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yes, and again, this is just my speculation, but <laughs> my speculation is so powerful. You <laughs> you believe that it's true? <laughs> it's possible. Mm. He could. Right. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't like, the death fake-out. Yeah. Just, like... It's just kind of meh. It, make, it it adds nothing to the movie. Yeah. And, spoiler alert, later on in the movie, Ilsa dies. <gasps> <It's, laughs> yeah. Generally, you don't have a death fake-out, and then that character dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> generally, you have a death fake-out, and then that person survives, and somebody else dies. Yes. Or, you, you know, like... Uh, to have a death fake out and then that person dies later is so stupid. Yeah. Especially since she's not very well used in the time between those two things. Yeah. She could have just died in the desert. Yeah. If that's what you wanted to.
1: Yeah. There wasn't uh, much. If you wanted to way. make
0: a. to make it make sense. Yeah. So kill off in the desert. No. Yeah. Sorry, don't kill off. It's a death fake-out, but we don't find out. Yeah. Then we don't see her for the rest of the movie. Yes. At the beginning of the second Dead Reckoning, she pops up. Oh. And we yeah. find out that it was a fake-out. Yeah. That would make far more sense than death fake-out and then die like an hour later, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it, it it adds nothing to the movie. Yeah. Right? So either just let her go or he tells her rendezvous with uh, Ving Rhames. And, yeah And I'll see you later Yeah yeah Or Death Breakout Will catch up with the later Yeah Right But right. yeah, yeah. I, I really felt like this added nothing
1: Yeah Pretty and
0: much another thing is This movie is way too long
1: Yeah It, it was like It is yeah.
0: Nearly 3 hours I think I think it
1: was 2 and 40 Yeah
0: yeah, Which is nearly 3 hours yeah. <laughs> Fair enough <laughs> <laughs> Yes Just yeah Fuck yeah. off with the shit you think? <laughs> Right <laughs> So next we go into a weird scene where a room full of people interchangeably presents the problem to carry right? Yeah. I found this distracting and kind of bizarre. Yeah. Uh, it really mean, took me out of the movie, right? Yeah, okay. So in movie, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Why would you have a briefing where people like finish each other's... they'd go hungry, (laughs) but yeah, do you get what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, in movie, I mean, sorry, sorry, it just wouldn't make sense. But if you're doing it as a theatrical thing, yeah, like you, you know, they were doing it to fuck with somebody, or like they were doing it as a theatrical presentation or something,
1: like a yeah
0: That would make sense Yes But it's not It's just <laughs> And and like uh, that. That's just in the movie Out of the movie I found it distracting Like I said Yeah It just uh, I was just like What the fuck is going on <laughs> why, why is everyone talking like this It feels It just feels odd Yeah You know Yeah And I think they wanted to like Kind of Subvert the idea. You know There'll be like a room full of people Yeah And two people talk Yeah I think they wanted to subvert that idea where it's like, oh, everyone will talk. Yeah. But seeing everybody talk was it's very <laughs> weird. Like they practice this they've <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every every day after work. They go, <laughs> they go to a warehouse for an hour and they're like, now you, you, <laughs> and they don't have like a, you know a script in front of them. so They know these words off by heart. Yes. <laughs> that's how. <what I'm> like
1: <laughs> they've practiced this briefing multiple times. Yeah, I found it so. Ooh. It's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like. It might be better To only have two people speak Yes Because
0: Well uh, But the well. thing is They want They needed everyone To be so busy That Ethan Hunt Could just walk in Yeah And Blob a bomb uh, Smoke bomb Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Right Yeah uh, We find out The villain of the AI Is The villain of the movie Is AI Yeah Right Yes uh, They say a bunch of other stuff About the AI Which is mainly Waffle <laughs> Yeah right? And a mysterious man Walks into the room Yes and I thought he was a villain.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is a nice little fake out here. Yeah. Right, but uh, yeah. Yeah. We get the return of Henry Zerny as Eugene Kittredge. Yes. Have you watched any Mission Impossible movies?
1: Yeah, I watched the fifth one Dead Reckoning. No, not that's, that's Dead Reckoning. The sixth one. Uh, oh. No, the fifth one. Wait, hold on.
0: Dead Reckoning is the seventh one. Yeah. You think of Fallout?
1: Uh, no, the one before. It.
0: Oh yeah, the Ghost. Not Ghost Protocol. Uh, <laughs> Ro- Rogue Nation.
1: Yeah, Rogue Nation. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Is that's the one where Alec Baldwin says, uh, "What does he say? Something." No, I, the living the, like, manifestation of destiny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Kittredge was the villain. Uh, yeah, the villain of the first movie. Yes. So this is he's in the first and the seventh. Yeah, and it's okay. the first of many like. Connections or yeah. like throwbacks to the first movie. Okay, yeah, having Kittredge back. Okay, uh, the man gives Kittredge a mask and blows up blows up a gas bomb to then reveal himself as Ethan Hunt. Yes, <laughs> <And> this, <laughs> this was not the biggest laugh of the movie <laughs> because that guy looks so sinister. Yeah, you know, like uh, he has that little thing that pinches his nose. Yeah, and he has little glasses. Yeah, and he, that. You know that gas mask? Looks yes. Looks like a villain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I think they were playing with our expectations. Definitely. Um, and yeah, that. Uh, so I like that. Yeah. But then we cut back to the desert scene.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, which we were just speaking about now. And it's yes. very stupid. Yeah. Uh, cut back to the office and Ethan Hunt puts on a Kittredge mask. Yeah. <laughs> makes his escape. That also a very big laugh. Yeah. Uh, cut to the opening credits. And that was I, I checked my watch half an hour into the movie, <laughs> <laughs> which very impressive. Huh? Do you know R R R? Yes. Uh, well,
1: I've heard of it. I haven't watched it.
0: All right. Well, the the opening credits start at like forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love a I love a movie <laughs> with opening credits. You're like you've forgotten. <laughs> you've forgotten. <laughs> it's so long into the movie and you're like oh yeah <laughs> this is just the beginning
1: the opening credits open halfway through the movie not halfway
0: the first uh, half an hour the yeah movie, if the movie is two and uh quarter hours yeah two and three quarter hours half yeah. an hour is not halfway
1: <laughs> okay yes a quarter of the way through the movie
0: sure alright so uh yeah then we have Shea Wiggum Yes. Ooh, by the way, it looks like my boss. <laughs> my boss looks like a mix of Cher Wiggum and... Uh... Fuck, who's that guy? Uh... He's friends with Nathan Fillion, man. Alan Tudyk. Oh. Do you know who that is? No. It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I'm like, hey, do you know who that... Okay, once again, listen, I'm Googling. You're going to know this guy. Okay. There's so many things that I say, like, you know this person, I just... Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I, I just yeah. don't know uh, where to say he's from. So, yeah. Resident Alien, Tuck and yeah. Dale vs. Evil, which I watch. Moana.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I recognize him from Moana, yeah. All
0: right. But yeah. it's the thing, like, where he's not famous enough to be known for one particular thing. Yeah. So, I can't be like, he's from this thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: he's not like Tom Cruise where you're like he's from Mission
0: Impossible well you don't know I could just say Tom Cruise and you know well yes you wouldn't need <laughs> me, like mm, uh, Hayden Christensen from Star Wars that's, yeah. that's a, a better yeah because he's he has other roles but he's, main, he's known mainly for Anakin Skywalker yeah which you would not know about uh, yes okay uh, yeah so Ethan is having the rest of the team, Ving Rames and Simon Pegg at this point, what yeah. the mission is. Hmm. Sell the other half of the key and follow the buyer to find out what the key unlocks. Yeah. And I just felt like this is monumentally stupid. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> just get the other key and shoot it into the sun. Right? <laughs> if whatever this thing is can only be used with the key... Then get rid of the key, <laughs> and everything is sorted. <laughs> but I understand that shooting the key into the sun half now into the two-part movie, thereby solving <laughs> the issue, isn't interesting, right? <laughs> a small fix that I'd put forward is that perhaps the the device is already going off, right? Yeah. And the full key is the only thing that can stop it from going off. Fair enough. That yeah. could be a a reason why why they have to yes yeah in this gotcha. case I would just beat up the other guy steal his part of the <laughs> his, his part of the the key key yeah. again to the sun <laughs> and never think about it again yeah right fair enough uh, yeah so I really enjoyed this wild goose chase they, the agents are sent on by the facial recognition yeah I uh, it injected a fun bit of hijinks into this movie yeah and Tom Cruise's blue suit is top tier. True. <laughs> that, that suit goes out of control. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, like, he turned, I'm like, oh, shit, that suit. Ooh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. I also really love the dark inverse of this, where the AI is rewriting the facial recogni- recognition for, a, uh, you know, its human ally. I <laughs> yeah. uh, forget. Oh, the human's name is Gabriel. Yes. Uh, on the fly. Yeah. And.
1: It's <sighs> a very cool idea.
0: So I'd like to put another metaphor forward for you okay so the ai is like god okay and gabriel is the archangel gabriel
1: that makes sense
0: but the problem is i don't know christianity enough to (laughs) take this metaphor further right i understand that like gabriel is somebody in the bible but i don't know what gabriel did (laughs) you know i believe
1: gabriel was the one that uh told mary and joseph that they were having jesus
0: all right, yep, he appeared to them in dreams. I'm trying to think who was Mary and Joseph in this movie. <laughs> 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 Tom Cruise's parents. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, you know, yeah. there. So what I'm trying to say is, there's a reg- religious reading of this movie. Yeah. That I am unequipped to, you know, put voice to. Yeah. Just notice that I noticed it. Yeah. Notice me. Noticing this thing. <laughs> Alright. That's all I'm saying, right? Okay. Yes. Another thing I really liked is the AI is just like a, a trickster. Yeah. A prankster. Yeah. Just a little stinker. Yeah. You know <laughs> So it, like in the beginning of the movie, the, the AI pranked the submarine by blowing it up. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: uh What a crazy prank.
0: <laughs> yes. And again, so like there's a lot of stuff that I didn't understand on first watch. Yeah. But watching it again made a lot of sense. I just I thought that scene with Simon Pegg was pointless. Yeah. So, so while they're in the airport, right? Yes. He follows that bag.
1: Yeah, the whole bomb thing. Yes. Yeah.
0: And it's... The AI was just fucking with it. Yeah. <laughs> to, for, for him to... Uh, like, divulge his... Uh, deepest, darkest... His deepest, darkest secrets. secrets yeah. Right? And but, I thought this was monumentally stupid. Hmm. But when I'm thinking about it again, it's in that moment that the AI stole Simon Pegg's voice yeah it used the voice you know of him replying to the questions yeah late in the movie when it like plugged into uh, Hans his earpiece yeah and so there was a point to that yeah but at the time in the movie I'm just like this is this is
1: dumb but also I took it as a well the AI knows his deepest darkest secrets and that's how it could set up the code for the bomb like it's it's so powerful that it knows things about him that
0: he but it's hasn't not told really it it's like are you afraid to die yeah and he says no and it's like uh that's wrong yeah obviously <laughs> right it's not like something specific to Simon Pegg. yeah then it's like what do you care about most yeah and it's like my friends yeah oh you're the only person in the world who cares about your friends. <laughs> only the AI could have known about that. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't seem very. Pers- like, they are personal questions. Yeah. But it doesn't seem as if, though. You know. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, but yes, and the fact that there was no bomb yeah. made me feel like, in the to- uh, at the time when I was watching this, it felt pointless. Yeah. And more felt like, okay. Ethan Hunt is on like a A run around with Haley Atwell Yeah Ving Rhames is doing You know Facial recognition stuff Yeah So they needed something For Simon Pegg to do
1: Yeah
0: I just think Don't add Simon Pegg Yeah Say like He was going to fetch Your uh, Ilsa Or something You know Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just say like uh, He was doing something else Yeah It just felt like He was the odd man out He was just sitting there So they're like Okay What can we Get for Simon Pegg to do yeah and like I said, I understand that later on that's where it stole his voice, but it just felt so nothing,
1: yeah, <sighs> yeah, I got what you're saying, yeah,
0: like I like that the a i is a prankster, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh watching the movie, it feels hollow when somebody gets pranked, and you realize there was no stakes <laughs> to this, there was no kind of point to it, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, so then they uh get to Italy mm. and they like they have a whole chase thing like you know they go to Venice and they uh, like they're I, I think they're still chasing the key well the the other half of the key as far as I know
0: yeah
1: and uh yeah uh, I don't
0: think we're done at the airport because we haven't spoken about Ailey at well
1: oh yeah yeah right.
0: she steals the key off the guy they're following
1: yes right. she's a master pickpocket
0: yeah And I just want to say I I wish I learned How to pickpocket
1: You can learn
0: Yeah But I'm just saying (laughs) There's like a lot of Like detective stuff You know I love Detective movies Yeah Like Opening up a a door
1: Yeah With a credit card Yeah
0: Opening a door With a credit card Pickpocketing uh, There's just a bunch of skills That like You know Detective know 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 about And like I feel like uh, I should do that so do it Alright alright I'm just saying <laughs> that, that scene reminded me of it Right yeah. Um She like tricks him Yeah And he gets You know there's a very funny scene yeah. Where like It's It's shot from like the bottom Yes And you see Cher Wiggum speaking to his friend And you see Tom Cruise running <laughs> They've got to be here somewhere <laughs> And wanted, You see him running across the top <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I had a big laugh at that Uh Yeah Yeah. So so just So how does that scene end? Uh, Tom uh, So Ving Rhames and Simon Pegg Yeah Both get on planes and fuck off Yeah Tom Cruise Just jumps off the top of the airport I assume We don't see how that (laughs) Yeah We just see him at the top of the airport Cut to Rome I'm Venice Weren't they in Rome first and then they went to Venice? Uh,
1: The airport was Abu Dhabi
0: Think. yeah they went from abu Dhabi to rome and then to venice
1: oh yeah yeah because yeah. the right. chasing yes. was in rome yeah yeah. yeah. Right. it
0: reminded me of fast and furious yeah and i was kind of <clears throat> furious <laughs> because uh i wanted to say this in the fast and furious episode right
1: yeah
0: i was gonna say i i was disappointed with fast and furious okay and i believe that mission impossible would be a better version of this movie okay And (laughs) they literally had the scene (laughs) in Rome where they were on a car chase. (laughs) Now it looks like, uh, you
1: know,
0: I'm saying this uh, because of that. But I really had that thought while I was watching (laughs) Fast and Furious. uh, Fast X, I mean, that Mission Impossible is just going to be a bigger upgrade on this. Whatever they're doing in Fast X, they're going to upgrade on in Mission Impossible.
1: Yeah. And then they had a car chase.
0: Yes, but uh, (laughs) Again I don't think this was funny
1: Okay The one
0: Like they Handcuffed each other And (laughs) They're on the opposite side I I really don't think that was funny I did Sure (laughs) I'm not saying it's You know Bad Yeah Just uh, Yeah Yeah. Like uh, You know in the opening scene Yeah That tension I wish every Action scene (laughs) Had tension to it Like that Like Yeah you know, it, things are
1: building. The gravitas of like, the situation.
0: You know nothing's going to happen to them in that little car. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no...
1: I don't know. Also love the, like, the fake-out of the Ferrari. And then it ends up being a Fiat. Where they... So, like, you know, they get to the safe car. And it's, like, the... A really fancy car in the foreground. And then the camera, like... pans. Pens. I guess, but it's it's not really panning. It's like moving, like um, yeah, we'll call it panning, right? And the camera like pans to behind the really fancy car, and it's this tiny, not so fancy car.
0: All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm not trying to make a joke, not trying to upset anyone, but I didn't realize once again. <laughs> I, I know people think like a, a, <laughs> I was making a joke in the Fast and Furious episode But I really didn't notice I just thought that was another car that they took <laughs> like, There's plenty of cars to pick from And they chose one of the many cars That's <laughs> I didn't think about the scene at all, bro Once again, now that you're telling me I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess Okay, sure There was a fancy car They picked a different car So I guess this is a lot like the Fast X <laughs> But yeah, anyway, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that bit. That little... It was just a little bit... But anyway, in Rome, uh, we have Pom Clementov. Yes. Who's... uh, Mantis. Mantis, yes. Mantis comes to... She's like an assassin. I guess. Working on behalf of... uh, Gabriel. Gabriel. Well, this is the thing. Is she working for Gabriel or is she working for the entity? I don't know because why is gabriel like given special privileges it should be like if the entity is in charge then like all humans are like just hench people for the the entity right yeah but it seems like gabriel is the one in charge Somewhere. yes yeah that's why i'm like huh it seems like he's kind of like the lieutenant yeah i'm trying to think is there any angels who betrayed god lucifer another one <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. Betrayed God to help humans. I don't know. Wasn't it like some apocalypse and then uh, an angel stopped the apocalypse? I have no idea. A Christian, by the way. Well, I wouldn't call myself a Christian. Why not? Because you hate Christ. No. Why? Because I'm
1: just not that religious. I refer to myself as an
0: agnostic so what i'm hearing is you hate christ you you love the devil
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay you know what
1: sure Why not?
0: <sighs> anyway uh yeah grace escapes again yes which is Haley atwell yes i keep uh what's the word referring to i keep yeah like but they're, they're full and, named yeah and I've done this on every episode yes Yes, you have Uh, movies where I fully know the character's name because it's just easier to call them by their real name so everyone understands what I'm talking about I guess yeah yeah but anyway (laughs) so uh, in Venice yeah they go to the party held by the arms dealer yes Uh, Alanis Alana Alana uh
1: key, yeah. have a little...
0: Alana is Vanessa Kirby, right?
1: I don't know her. The brown lady. Name. Yeah, yes. Right? Yeah.
0: And... She also doesn't know <laughs> what the key does, right? Yeah. And she wants to steal the key.
1: I don't think anyone knows what it does. But they just... Yeah,
0: like... I, I, that, that's what... At the end of the movie, nobody knows.
1: Yeah.
0: But... Well, no, they they figure it out
1: during the movie. Because there's the whole, like... You go to the wreckage in the box. And that box control uh has, like, the original code of the entity.
0: Yeah, but what does that mean?
1: That they can control it in some way.
0: That's just your assumption.
1: I, I'm sure Gabriel says it at some point. He's like...
0: I understand somebody says the original code... For the entity Is in that sub Yeah At the bottom of the ocean Yes How will the original code Destroy the entity Don't know That's what I'm saying <laughs> Okay <laughs> right? Fair enough So yeah. b- b- But my point is We don't know what that key Or What that key unlocks will do Yeah I should say Even at the end of the movie Okay I think yeah. Gabriel says I'm the only one who knows Yeah Before Tom, Like Tom Cruise wants to kill him And he says I'm the only one who knows Yeah But I <laughs> I keep going back to this. If the, whatever's in the thing is bad, yeah, send the key to the sun. <laughs> but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I understand for the purpose of interest. Yeah, that uh, they don't want to let us know, but we should know so that we know that the key is worth finding. Yeah, the threat of something that we don't know about, uh, you know devalues the idea of the key yeah cause it's like who the, who cares if it's locked away <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> who cares dude yeah right uh so anyway uh, we uh, this is when what's her name joins up again Ilsa Ilsa yeah the whole crew yeah well Grace gets away and the crew gets together yeah and we have the scene where Ilsa says she's never been to Venice and they hug yeah hmm. now here's another thing okay post- 2011 mm-hmm. I want to say Okay Tom Cruise does not have Intimate contact with a woman Okay Full stop Okay Name your movie where He does I um, uh, In Top Gun Maverick It's kind of hinted at Yeah But nothing happens Yeah it's not We don't on see On screen It's just the story yeah. and we We don't yeah. see them like I don't know Like touch each other sexually You know No it's just like cut to uh, you know cut away yeah. and the implication that they were together or something yeah uh, can you think of any other Tom Cruise movie the only time I can remember him kissing somebody yeah. was in the mummy yeah. where he kisses somebody to death <laughs> he, he kisses somebody and then they <laughs> yeah. they turn into ashes <laughs> not very romantic if you ask me <laughs> he killed them with kindness or oh, his mummy powers that too. Well, I would suggest that more so than <laughs> kindness, but. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they lose the key. Yes. And Again. Yeah, at the party, the arms party. Yeah. We're just kind of, this last bit of the movie is just very. straight down the line, so I think we can just, like, run through it, right? Yeah, basically. Uh, at the party they we find out somebody has to die yes either ilsa or Atwell <laughs> which and it's the the ai making this decision yeah which feels like
1: it it's kind of obvious which decision it would make i would say
2: no
0: i was going to say like if the ai is the new producer yeah you know uh, the metaphor I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the AI is the producer, and it's uh, coming in with its bullshit demands. Yeah, its bullshit demand is either Ilsa or Hailey Atwell dies, yeah. whereas we could have both of them.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, in right. good
0: filmmaking, well, not in good filmmaking. A- any filmmaking can have this, but people can can have multiple women <laughs> yeah. in a movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Every Mission Impossible, there's one woman on the team and yeah in this movie at, when there happened to be two potential women for the team one had to immediately die yeah <laughs> which, <laughs> which you know not good yeah. but uh, again I, I really dislike the, the killing of Elsa 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 um, like I said bad to do a death fake out and then kill somebody yeah she again I haven't seen Mission Mission Impossible 6 yeah. but uh what I'm meant to believe is that in 6, his ex-wife comes back into the picture. Okay. And kind of lets him go. Yeah. And says, you can be with Elsa or something like that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Which is why Elsa had to die. Yeah. You know what I was saying about Tom Cruise can't be affectionate with a woman. Yes. So they killed off because it's like... It becomes... No, the, the the next step would be to get together. Yeah. Because your, his ex-wife left him. Yeah. He's single. Elsa... I assume a single... <laughs> I don't know her life. <laughs> right? But, the, you know, like they were in Venice together. Yeah. The next thing you would assume happens is that they get together. Yeah. So they had to kill off to, to preserve Tom Cruise's non-sexuality on screen. Do you yeah. get yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. I did. yeah. <laughs> All right, um. Anyway, then we have this... I kind of love this okay. when they have a planning scene
1: yes I love planning scenes I love
0: a planning scene where things go way wrong (laughs) it didn't
1: really it
0: didn't really really. Uh, because this is something that happened in the fourth movie okay the fourth movie the the uh, the mask crater thing
1: yeah
0: blows up yes similarly to this one yeah (laughs) Um, you know like I said there's a lot of like throwbacks to the first and the fourth one yeah Like the sandstorm in the beginning. There's a sandstorm in the fourth one. Yeah. Uh, But that's obviously in the desert in the Burj Khalifa. Well, sorry, not the Burj Khalifa. The Dubai. Yeah. The city of Dubai. Yes. There's a sandstorm that comes over it. Yeah. Uh, Similarly, in this movie, there's a sandstorm. In the first movie, Ethan Hunt is uh, like a pickpocket. Yeah. I'm not a pickpocket. Like, you know, street magician. Yes. Who hides like a... You know... It's They're like, like
1: the coin behind the ear. Yeah.
0: yeah, look at this card. Oh, where did it go? And, you know, like they put it in this. Oh, clip. it's
1: in your belly button.
0: Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Like he does like tricks like that. Yeah. In this movie, he did something similar with the lighter. Yeah. He would like, you know, do something. And then the light is suddenly in yeah. uh, Haley Adwell's hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, you know, like there's a lot of callbacks to the. Oh, even the re, the reintroduction of Kittredge. Yeah. So the first and the fourth one, there's a lot of throwbacks yeah now if I had watched 2, 3, 5 and 6 <laughs> I could probably pick up I could probably pick up another like throwbacks to those movies but probably yeah <laughs> it's maybe just, yeah so I uh, so how do you think this ends like okay, the dead I'm, reckoning
1: oh like the whole series
0: no well like the dead reckoning portion part 1
1: and 2 right okay yeah part 1 and 2 um well, realistically, they get the key, and then they get access to the entity's source code. And
0: Yeah, I'm saying, will Tom Cruise die? Will, you know, what, what is the end game of this? Well... Will this be like an Avengers endgame, you know, part one and two? Yeah, I mean, so the thing is
1: that Tom Cruise has come out and said he wants to make more Mission Impossible movies. And um, he like he wants to be in them as well sure so i don't think this is the end of ethan hunt or like tom cruise as ethan hunt
0: he could become like the director sorry 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 Uh, i understand my words may be misconstrued i'm not saying the the director of the movie i'm saying like the director of the imf
1: i see like he becomes in
0: charge of like the kittredge role Yeah, yeah like he becomes a secondary player in the mission impossible franchise yeah because he's 61 he is difficult to do stunts and you know
1: all the other stuff yeah (laughs) tom cruise does yes
0: yeah so that's what i'm saying he may not necessarily die yeah but he's uh something prevents him from doing missions
1: yeah i mean
0: maybe like it's yeah it's
1: possible that he could have some sort of like injury or whatever at the end of yeah, because, the look, second part. Yeah,
0: death doesn't need to be the end. Yeah, I'm not saying that as <laughs> if though you come back from death. I'm saying the end of your story. You don't need to die at the end of your story. Yeah, you can just retire. Or yeah. that—that's that, what I'm trying to say. There's various ways to end a story instead of killing the character. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at you. Yeah, because. I'm wondering why they they labeled it Dead Reckoning Part One and Two. Okay. You know, I I assume that this is very similar. Yeah. You, you know, I was saying this is similar to Fast X. Yes. It's also similar, similar to the Marvel movies, which, if you recall, in our Fast X episode, we were speaking about. Oh, Fast X is stealing a lot of Avengers Infinity War yeah. and Endgame. Yeah. Similarly, I feel this movie first of all by being. The, by virtue of being a part one, part two is, yeah. you know, piggybacking off the success of the Avengers. Yeah. And in interviews, Christopher McQuarrie has said that, well, not that specifically, but the the success of the Avengers movies is what inspired him to make the Mission Impossibles more, like, serialized. Yeah. Like, uh, instead of standalone movies, they, like, kind of flow into each other. Yeah. In the same way the Marvel movies do. So yeah. we know that they're influenced by the Marvel movies. That's why I'm asking... Do you think by virtue of this being a part one and part two, they were trying to copy beats from...
1: Endgame and Infinity War.
0: Yes. Which is why I'm asking, how do you think it's all ends?
1: I think it ends. Like, it's just basically um, a regular movie. Yeah.
0: A regular Mission Impossible movie, movie, I should say. Yeah.
1: It just, like, instead of, you know, one movie, they just have like a five hour long epic
0: but it's it's just it ends the same
1: as any other Mission Impossible
0: sure I don't know because I really felt like there was so much waffle in this movie that is true there was I it feels like they're padding it out to
1: make the second part
0: yes again (laughs) (laughs) they had one story Yeah. they were like hey we wanna we know this is our finale yeah so we wanna make it a grand thing split it into two yes but when they split it into two, realized, okay, we don't have enough <laughs> movie. we don't have enough content for two movies. Let's pad them both out. Yeah, and we end up with an inferior product instead yeah. of one three and a half hour movie. Yeah, we get one two and three quarter hour movie, and ass- assuming another two and at three. least at least a two and a half hour.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Right. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's bad. Yeah. Both that practice of doing that. Yeah. And well, not this movie. <laughs> I did think this movie was underwhelming. We're Very not at smart. the end yet. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm like, you know, kind of wrapping it up, but yeah. I just wanted to say that. Like I had high I had higher hopes. Yeah. This movie was like a seven. Yeah, I gave it a seven. Which yeah. still feels too high. It's like okay. it's not bad. Yeah. It's not even mediocre because you can see there's a lot of ambition, there's a lot of genuine thought put into the stunts and some of the action scenes, but like it's just not that tin.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, like I was hoping it would be.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Especially since (laughs) I like I saw Bobby and Oppenheimer. Yeah. And one of those movies is a staunch tin. Okay. It blew my socks off. Okay. Yeah and this movie was just fine. It, it, it was there yeah it happened so, yeah just uh anyway back to the back to the movie right so yeah. we see how uh, their potential plan would go yes and uh, there's something i can't remember now right what was the original plan to get haley atwell out of there
1: out of um
0: the train out of the train
1: it was they go
0: in with like um wasn't it just the same plan that they did no because the plan was they go in as uh, that lady that blonde lady yeah and her henchman yeah they knock them out yeah now I don't know how they exit I do remember Tom Cruise standing on the top of the train releasing a parachute and then flying up yes yeah, yes. but I'm trying to remember what was the plan for Hayley Atwell
1: i'm assuming she'd go with the rest of the team
0: what do you mean go with the rest of the team because if they all go in as alana and the henchman who's all of them there's two of them tom cruise oh, and, and hayley atwell yeah okay going in as the henchman and the blonde lady
1: right yeah oh yeah yeah right right
0: yes. yeah but the problem is they don't have the second mosque, so yeah. hayley atwell goes alone yeah and tom cruise has to get there another way but what was their <laughs> okay. original plan for hayley atwell to exit maybe she just jumps off the train I cannot remember what the plan was for her there must have been something I just also don't remember so at the end of this right he says oh shit I've only got one parachute or this parachute will only carry one person something like that right and I just I was like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) I distinctly remember this was part of the plan there was a plan to get off and I was trying to think back but yeah I still can't remember it. but uh, yeah very dumb yeah uh, yeah, it's called oh. the Innsbruck. Oh, the it was. It's the Orient Express. Yeah, you know Orient. Yeah, that's what I said. The yeah. Orient Express. Yeah, like the book. Yes.
1: Yeah. But on the Orient Express. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But anyway, the I also disliked how the jumping off the cliff. Yeah. Came together. Okay. Because that is something I saw. mm Hmm. How did I see that? I think it was in a trailer. the trailer. But yeah. I'm <laughs> Where trying he to remember. I, off the, yeah, I don't yeah. think I watched the trailer. Hmm. Maybe I saw like a portion of it because I do remember seeing him jumping off the thing. Yeah, I do recall that. Yeah. But the way they did it, I felt was kind of un- underwhelming. <sighs> like why wouldn't why wouldn't Simon Pig just say, "Listen, you're gonna get to the top, then parachute off." Yeah, I. It felt so. Uh,
1: I th- I think it was done as like a gag to like, you know, you have the reaction where it's like, oh, this isn't where it was meant to be, where I meet up with the train. This is so far above it. I have to now parachute down to get there.
0: It's cool if you're having fun times with your bros, but this is a mission. <laughs> it's like, we need specific plans and coordinates here, bro. You can't just tell <laughs> me, keep going, it'll come up and then like... Your plan is for, you know, to tell somebody, you know, your plan is for this person to jump off the mountain, but you don't tell them ahead of time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know.
0: I really dislike that. The thing is, I enjoy that stunt yeah. of jumping off the thing.
1: Was that actually done? Yes. Oh, like, it's yes. it's practical stunts. It's not CG.
0: I'm sure it was a practical stunt. in hearts by CG, like... Yeah. Okay. Like they, yeah. I don't know.
1: They just had him jump a motorcycle, but like he'd land on a, an airbag or something instead of, you know.
0: No. Well, he has a parachute. Or probably just. Oh land. yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think just having a a little mattress at the bottom of the jump well, off
1: <laughs> I mean, a lot of people just like like they'll jump off buildings and yeah. certain
0: things and they land on a massive airbag. Sure. But yeah. that's You know Much smaller Yeah <laughs> Instead of a huge mountain <laughs> And moving at speed Yeah You know But wh- whatever The the case is uh, I enjoyed the stunt Yeah The idea of it And the How we got to it mm. Really I really did like Rub me the wrong way Yeah uh, What else
1: What else
0: I'll try to think what else
1: I mean, there was the whole... Well, he missed the train, so... Yeah, yeah so yeah, the plan goes smoked.
0: fucking wrong.
1: Yeah, like, like again, really terribly wrong. Yes.
0: So from the beginning, the mask machine blows up. Which, yeah. And, you know, I said it's a throwback to the fourth one. Yeah, But shouldn't you have learned your lesson from the fourth one? <laughs> I, I <laughs> um, have it in my notes. Yes, our mask machine blew up. Let's have a spare mask machine yes. in case, in case <laughs> it happens again.
1: Literally, like genuinely, I. that's what I was thinking, where it was like why you as this like really highly trained government agency why do you not have backup plans for if this thing goes wrong
0: Yeah. anyway do we really have anything else to say about the movie I mean the train fight yes. scenes oh, were oh, kind of sorry, cool. sorry yes 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 this is my favorite part of the movie <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to skip over this when, when the train crashes Yes. And they're jumping, uh, you know, on the carriage trying to get, get Between up. the carriages. Yes. Like, through the doors. Yeah. Have you ever seen the second Jurassic Park?
1: Mm, I might have, but it would it's have It's called a, The Lost
0: World. Yeah, it would have been a
1: long time ago. All right.
0: But the, this scene reminded me a lot about that. Okay. It's like a, what's it called? A trailer? Yeah. Oh, not a trailer. You know, like a, a moving house? What's... A moving house... You know people There's like a house And they live in the, It's both a car and a house Oh like an RV RV yes. Yeah. They, yes It's an RV Falling off the side of a cliff Yeah And the oh, Well the dinosaurs are pushing it off the side of the cliff Yeah yeah Okay right. yeah. yeah That, yes. that reminded me a lot of this Yeah Scene here That and uh, Uncharted Yeah The game yes. There's a very similar situation there Yeah Obviously This is more realistic Yeah Neither of them are realistic, <laughs> but, you know. This is more so yeah. than the other one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, just because I've recently seen it on Blank Check,
1: yeah, uh, the General, yeah.
0: There is a big uh, train crashing sequence in the General, okay, which reminded me a lot about. Oh, this movie reminded me a lot about it.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. That's really it.
1: I mean, the only thing I. Uh, like I guess the only Problem I have With the Like the The train Falling and crashing Yeah I feel like they had One too many carriages Like I don't know why I feel like that But I feel like it got Repetitive After The second one I think Cause they had three Right Alright So I've, I've, I feel like If they just had two carriages It would have been enough
0: But like Where are they going to go like, so instead. Oh, okay. of oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're saying just do two characters.
1: Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, but that's really about it. Mm.
0: Well, something we forgot to mention is uh Pam Clementoff, Yeah. She betrays the other guy by yeah. saving Tom Cruise. Yes.
1: Oh, there's there's also the little fake out there.
0: What do you mean? Oh, because she's gonna kill the.
1: Well, so we like they're they're climbing up the carriage, and we see her standing at the top, right? And then the next, like, the next shot, I guess, is the, like, the carriage disconnecting. Yeah. So, we think, oh, they must have died. And then we see a, we see them all standing at the top there. Like, the third. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. yeah. Mm.
0: Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, so, this is the thing. Yeah. The entity tells Gabriel that Pom Clementov is going to betray them. Yes. So he like Shoots her
1: Yeah uh,
0: Which makes sure That she betrays them <laughs> You know like yes. <laughs> like Like uh, I don't like stuff like that When it happens before we People are allowed To make a choice Yeah I, I I assume the idea Is that the entity Is so powerful That it uh You know Calculated that Yeah You know Pam Klematov Would betray them Yeah And she says later on how did he know I was going to betray him? Huh. But if yeah. if that character shoots her, then it's not really betrayal, is it? No. Because she was, you know... Shot. She was betrayed first. Yeah. So it's not betrayal if, <laughs> if you go against the person that shot you. It's is counter-betrayal. It? Yes. It's uh, like... I uh, understand the idea yeah. that we're supposed to take away was that she was going to do it anyway. Yeah. She was going to save Tom Cruise. Yes. And that shooting her made no difference to her reasoning yeah but you as an audience member are like what do you mean betrayed <laughs> we yeah. saw him shoot her yeah right that's what I'm just saying those ideas weren't conveyed well I don't think yeah so yeah also the acting in this movie there's nothing out of this world yeah everything is just like fine that's why I'm like <sighs> at time of writing yeah this month has been very mediocre yeah. Indiana Jones I don't think was that spectacular yeah it's not bad either yeah but it's like you know
1: it's just kind of there.
0: it's good not great yeah this movie similar good not great it's better than Indiana Jones mm. but similarly good not great I even thinking about bumping it down to a 6 oh like oh uh, I, I haven't done it yet <laughs> I'm just I'm just pondering it right. yeah and uh, yeah your thoughts
1: I mean I would say it's like a for me, it's a solid seven, where it's just kind of, like, it's it's good. I, well, I would say better than good, but, like, worse than outstanding. So it's just kind of middle of the road there. It's nice. I enjoyed it. But it's not crazy good.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I had high hopes going in, and uh, it's a shame that. Yeah. It didn't live up to them. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, part two will, you know, make things in this movie better, in hindsight. That, like, they were setting something up crazy in the next one. That's why things had to happen this way.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. Actually, also, sorry. um, I also feel like they've told too much of the story. Because they could just, like... They could probably wrap it up in, like, half an hour, if they really want to. Because they've got the whole key, they just go there do whatever they need to that's, yeah.
0: that's my main concern yeah this movie was way too long yeah and I understand this movie is not about plot the Mission Impossible movies are about stunts yeah and getting from stunt to stunt yeah but I, I think if the connecting tissue between those stunts are stupid <laughs> and not interesting yeah you know uh, you're gonna struggle yeah. and I really think that was the case yeah okay so yeah recommendations
1: honestly I have nothing I've been so busy recently
0: so I finally got around to watching Boots Riley's new TV show I'm a Virgo okay do you know who Boots Riley is no so he's a director he made sorry to bother you okay another surrealist piece of anti-capitalist art okay right I'm a Virgo similarly extremely anti-capitalist but it's a TV show about a superhero
1: okay
0: well he's not a superhero he's a person with powers oh right (laughs) Right. yes okay um so, yeah, it's a satire about superheroes and its criticism is done through a Marxist lens. Okay. Right? The show is so up my alley. <laughs> right? And it's my frontrunner for best new TV show. Oh, okay. I gave it a hard 10. Okay. It's like six or five or six episodes. And they're like half an hour each. It goes very quickly. Yeah, that's not right. too bad. Next in the current Blank Check series is Lady Vengeance. Okay. Right? The third movie in the Park Chan wooks Vengeance trilogy. And it is Phenomenal. The first time I watched it, I gave it a nine. I bumped that up to a ten now. Damn! <laughs> right, okay. I think it might be the best movie in the Vengeance trilogy. Okay. Um, you know, last week I was saying Old Boy. Yeah. So Old Boy is just something unique, like something you've never seen before. All right. Yeah. Like <laughs> Lady Vengeance is a much more traditional uh, revenge movie. Yeah. Right. But uh, it's just done extremely well. Yeah. Well, obviously, there's stuff in this that you haven't seen in other movies, but uh, yeah, you you get my point. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, <sighs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, it's good. Okay, an older blank check Black series I'm catching up on is Tim Burton. Okay, and the yeah. next movie is Edward Cezanne. Yeah, so I watched this when I was a kid and I really didn't understand what was going on, <laughs> but now that I understand, I think it's a really wonderful piece of filmmaking. Yeah. Also, possibly the most Tim Burton movie in the series so far. It <laughs> okay. has all the all his hallmarks. It's Johnny Depp in a lead role. Yeah, uh, German expressionism inspired imagery. It's a movie about a weird outsider not being able to integrate into society. <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. The uh, second movie, or oh, you know, the next movie I watched in uh, is also another Tim Burton movie. It's the next in his filmography called Edward. Okay. It's a biopic biopic about the director Edward Wood okay Edward Wood Junior oh (laughs) oh jeez okay Edward yeah uh he I don't don't want to say accused yeah people say that his movies are some of the worst movies ever made
1: oh wow okay he's a
0: very bad director that's okay (laughs) but uh very inspiring personality yeah you you know we've been speaking about good faith yeah. throughout this episode.
1: Right, yeah.
0: I believe he made his movies in good faith. Okay. Like yeah. I'm just gonna be making something for for well, what I believe is the best. Yeah. And it comes out the worst fucking thing possible. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I at current time of writing I believe that is Timberta's best movie. Oh it's it's so okay. good, bro. Uh I I was thinking about giving it a ten, yeah. But I've kind of uh, landed on a nine.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know. Uh, uh, Sorry, not landed on a nine. I'm leaning more towards a nine. Okay. I still haven't made up my mind, nine or a ten. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's truly wonderful.
1: Okay. I mean, at least it's like between a nine and. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then, the third thing I watched was the next in the. Burton filmography okay it's called Mars Attacks Mars Attacks yeah it's like, about okay. Martians attacking us. <laughs> uh-huh. wow it's a comedy right right and it is so funny <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, well I don't want to spoil well you can't really spoil it right but well Mars Attacks yeah spoil uh, the humans keep on trusting the Martians right? <laughs> like, the Martians come right yeah and like the humans like they throw a dove Okay You know like uh, What's the word Like as a sign of Peace Peace yeah. Or goodwill A peace dove Yeah The Martians see the dove And pull out their guns And start <laughs> 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 Right So the humans are like Well it was probably the dove That freaked them out Let's, uh, let's get it. They come And a group of them Come to the US Senate Yeah And we have one main one That comes to the head It walks to the front Yeah Gets at the You know The podium Yeah it looks around yeah, and gives a sign to the others and they start shooting <laughs> like a few scenes later huh? like uh, the French president uh, goes to a meeting with him <laughs> and they kill him again It's the humans keep trusting the, the Martians just walk in and just mask him, and it's not like uh what's the word like there was a misunderstanding <laughs> the humans are just giving them far too much uh trust trust <laughs> it's so funny and the uh effects yeah the uh not cgi the practical, practical yeah, effects, the yeah. practical effects are so wonderful okay it's when they shoot you your body turns into like a i can't remember if it's the humans or them but they have, like, green and red skeletons. <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> because, like, the thing disintegrates you. Yeah. And you see, like, just the skeleton. <laughs> so, yeah. Really also very great. Pondering, I, it's like I gave it an 8. I mean, it sounds really cool. Yes. Uh, then a new season, season 4 of Miracle Workers started... Last week, well, okay. two weeks ago now, yeah. right? I didn't mention it last week because I had not seen the episode yet. Okay, it's an anthology series starring Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi. Okay, and the setting of the season is there in a wasteland. Huh? It's like a Mad Max type. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Right. In my opinion, it really isn't that funny. <laughs> it's yeah. very liberal humor. Right. Right. But I enjoy the sci-fi aspects of it. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. It's also just very weird that. Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi are in a TV show. Yeah. 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 But then I watched three seasons of a comedy TV show called Corporate. Okay. It's a satire about working in a corporation. <laughs> Who the <have fun laughs> Damn. Right. Again, very short. They're like six episodes for three seasons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or like three minutes each. Yeah. Um, yeah. Extremely funny show and has Lance Reddick. In a supporting role as the head of the company. Oh, okay. He played Sharon in yeah. the John Wick movies. Mm. And yeah, he's like. He, he's, he plays a guy named Chris, Christian Devil. Yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> he's the Christian Devil. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, basically, he's the devil. Okay. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> and I watched the new DreamWorks movie, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken.
1: Oh, okay. Right?
0: Yeah. Which was extremely dope. Okay. Right. I'm thinking of it in comparison to Elemental, which we covered a few weeks ago, hmm. and this is far better <laughs> than Elemental, right? Okay. And yeah. I looked at the Dream, you know, DreamWorks last few movies. Yeah. And they made the new Puss in Boots. Yeah. They made the bad guys. Yeah. And they made the Boss Baby too. Yeah. That's their last handful of movies. Bangles. So you know when you're talking about like. Uh, animation and animation is doing poorly Mm. i really forgot to mention the the exception to this is dreamworks yeah they have been doing very well in the past like year and a half dreamworks is
1: like i i struggle to think of a dreamworks movie that i haven't enjoyed
0: Alright. I thought going to say I struggled to think of a dreamless movie and I was going to be like, Shrek, Shrek, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> because, yeah, that's probably the most famous, but, yeah. Probably. So, yeah. are we done yet? I would like to think so, yes. Yeah, it's a long episode. Very, very. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please don't remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. <laughs>
1: give two likes if you can give two
0: likes because that Henderson fuck is gone (laughs) he's gone baby (laughs) right importantly it needs to be a five star review please subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries possibly not movie commentaries going forward you know as we discussed earlier Uh, you can find all our links at peaceup.com please tell a -A p-a-i-c-i-p dot com please tell a friend tell that friend to tell a friend tell a family member hello everyone yeah and uh i think that's it yeah cheers
1: cheerio orba